The Bostonian is Matt Peralt. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are The Bostonian versus The Book. You covered! You covered! Well, I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus The Book. How do you like their map? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Welcome into a Monday. It is the Bostonian versus the book. Dave Sherapan, the book, Matt Peralt, the Bostonian. We are back from Radio Row, back in our friendly confines and back with you guys here for another couple of hours. Yes. Replayed on Sirius XM channel 159, replayed on Sports Grid TV, where you will get us the next two nights on Sports Grid. Not a Friday night, but a Monday, Tuesday, and a Friday night for Dave and I live on Sports Grid, but on our YouTube channel at Boston versus the book. Twitter at Boston versus the book X, whatever you want to call it post Super Bowl. How are you, sir? We are more comfortable, I guess to say, right. than last week, um, it's, it's we're always comfortable. Even no, when we're not, we're comfortable <laughs> being uncomfortable. Right. That's one thing for sure. Number two, we show up every single day. Now this week, apparently some people are going to be on vacation. Some people are going to be traveling And on Sports Grid, we're doing two hours tonight, me and you, three hours moving us up in prime time, Pacific, 7 o'clock Pacific, 10 o'clock Eastern. Marenzi's got to go back to Canada, so we'll be in that spot. And then they're going to replay us on BVB like they always do every single night at 10 o'clock Pacific, 1 a.m. Eastern. That's five hours of me and you talking. I don't know if anybody's ready for that, but we'll be there. And then Friday night, we do the primetime show like yep. we do every every week. Um, my voice is, is okay. That game was tremendous. Mm. I still can't believe it. Hat tip to all the Chiefs and the Kansas City fans. JC from KC, you got it home. We need to have JC from KC on. Did a great video. Did you see him doing a shot and all this other stuff, all dressed up? Oh. The BVB JC from KC model hat, red with gold and a white nice. V. Nice. I think we're going to start selling those. What do you think? Um, those might go out. Talk to you after I, tomorrow. I, but I, I want to sell, sell them all. I don't want to sell that model. Oh, I, I know. I know. We need a hundred orders. Do you think we could get a hundred orders for the first run? When we get a hundred orders, we can get them. We can get them done. So if you think you can get a hundred hats ordered, wait individually or no, mass produced total. Well, no, 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 no. A hundred custom. I need a hundred people. Hundred custom in the hats next two weeks. If you guys want a hat, you'll get a hat. Okay, but you got to send Matt a DM. Don't send me a DM. Thank you. So I get. <laughs> yeah. So you get. By the way, he's yeah, not yeah, yeah. Because I'm going to get buried making this, the hat. So you get this. Is, this yes. is all live. Yes. This is not. This is all live. No. This. I just okay. thought this. No DM you or the show. Okay. DM the show. Please. Boston, yes. Boston, Direct Boston, to the show. Boston. Yes. Thank you. And tell us you want a hat and what you got. And I'll get it made. 
It's just know, me Dave, and you. Hold on. I know. It's just on. me and you. Yeah, we, we have to talk about cost, shipping. Like, there's a lot, we haven't discussed any of that. Yeah, it's forty nine ninety nine plus shipping. <laughs> That's what a hat's going to cost. That's what okay. it costs. All right. I'll get you a hat for 50 bucks. Plus okay. Shipping, deliver to your door. But we got to get 100 orders. That's uh, 100 hats. Custom. Made. Well, listen, we can get mass-produced ones. People don't want the mass-produced ones. They not. want the colors they want. Correct. So I'm just saying that's so, a lot of orders to keep track of. If we need to come up with a system to keep track of whose order is going to do what. no problem. I can keep track of the orders. Kept track of millions of dollars of bets. It's no problem. I'll keep track of the orders. We just got to get the orders. Then I got to get with my guy, and then I'll get the hats made. Get 100 hats made. How are we going to do it this week while we're doing – a hundred hours of shows. Are they picking which hat they want or is just, you know, that's just a hat. No, 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 no. Um, it, it depends a lot on the, on the um, design inventory. What, 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 what oh. they have like, so okay. we can get adjustable like, there's a big, the easiest. The there's a big difference between this hat, which is a, a, what they call the dad hat. Yeah. Which is adjustable in the back. Yes. And, the, and then the flex fit this hat. Yeah, which is curved, or yours, which is a flat bill. We could we could have that. Uh, we could have all of that done. Okay, so we'll we'll have that. Um, no meeting, no conversation. We're just going live with this. Yeah, that's all. No, <laughs> okay. everybody everybody wants the hats. They do. That's great. I want to see how many of you really want the hats. That's all. Because well, I think it might. Take I have to bit. go get the hats made. I think it so, might be. Oh, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm glad to do it. Send the DMs at Boston versus the book, but also yes. I will. I'll create a logo. I'll create a slide. I'll create a sign up sheet in some form or fashion for us to get this done. Fantastic. If you guys are curious, because we can get this done in a more orderly fashion to get everyone the hats that they want, and this is a good time to do it before March Madness because obviously we have a lot going on coming in a month. We have about a month to kind of chill a little bit here, and then we get rocking with the next major event in sports and sports betting. And for us too, with our two shows at resorts world coming up for the first weekend, that's what I want. Yep. And BVB weekend, you guys can all get your hats before you come to Vegas for the BVB weekend. Speaking of Vegas, what grade would you give Vegas for the Super Bowl? Overall, everything, not the game overall, the week, the presentation, everything. I would give it an a plus except for Saturday and Sunday with driving around the strip. That was the only thing they missed on was the amount of people that were converging all mm. in that area at mm. one time that weren't media, that weren't VIPs. They were just people that were here. And we're going to talk to one of them. We got Rainmaker Lou was here, flew mm. out for the show and the game. <laughs> he said he had never seen anything like that in his life on Saturday night. That's the only thing they missed on P Road. How about you? I I would give it an I would have given it an A plus, but I saw the pictures. I was out Saturday night. I only went downtown. Mm. I could not go to the strip because I was like, you know, I, I MC was there, wanted to have dinner. I'm like, I can't do it. And I was getting texts from people that work in a couple of the books. They're like, <laughs> they were like, Dave, there's too many people here. Mm. So that well, was the I only think, thing they missed on. I, I, I give it an A. A. Yeah, I, I give it an A, but I, I don't I don't consider that a miss per se. I think because that's just the infrastructure of Vegas. So if they weren't prepared for it, there was no way to prepare for it. Like they couldn't just build a subway system and they couldn't just build a trolley system or like there is no public tra transportation other than the monorail 
which is very rarely used because it's very cumbersome in terms of like you have to be going to a certain book or a certain property or certain area to take it because it's not as fluid as other cities where it's like, okay, there's five different lines. It's only two lines and two parts of the strip to jump on the monorail. So people don't normally use it unless they know about it. So uh, the traffic was a nightmare and everyone, I, I mean, people were all over Instagram and Twitter saying, look, I've been driving cabs and Ubers in Vegas for 20 years. I've never seen traffic anywhere near what oh. I experienced oh. on Saturday and Sunday. And I got even worse last night because somebody had the great idea of running a car into a telephone pole and it fell down on the strip. So that blocked the strip for a while. So that, that really created a problem. So yes, the traffic was, but I knew that was going to happen because the one thing that was different, and you, you talked about it all week, you said, we have the game here. Everyone comes to Vegas anyway. So the same people that come to Vegas every year for the Super Bowl still came to Vegas. Like they did not come here. They still came here. And then you combined that with the number of people who are coming in for the game, for the parties, for the events. That's why the city got overloaded and people couldn't drive and people couldn't go anywhere. And really, I mean, people say, you know, were telling me that like, I mean, it was, it was hairy in there in certain, in certain properties, like fights and drunk people. And it was pretty wild. So uh, that was Vegas. I mean, Saturday night, I, th I felt like the, the week was pretty tame all the way leading up to the weekend. And then everything went to, I mean, Kanye played last night. Uh, you had all these secret events happening. I mean, the the Chiefs and Travis and Taylor wound up going first to Resorts World to Zook Nightclub and then went across the street to win to excess. I get a text. Do you want to come down here and see this? And I'm like, no, I can't do it. I couldn't do it. It was too late. I w what was I going to do? Take a photo op? I couldn't bring the kids. The kids yeah. would have loved to have seen Taylor. No, I'm not coming. Are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. Yes. It's, it's, it's tired. But those are the things that happen. Like when people get out and they're doing stuff, if you know people in Vegas, mm. like they tell you, yeah, so-and-so's here. Well, oh. I heard that Taylor, her entire team swept both nightclubs the morning of. They had a plan as to what they were going to do and where they were going to go. And I guess she has like an army, <laughs> like her, her team is no, like they don't take anything for, ch for, for chance. They How know exactly they? where they're going. They, they they're all, do that. That's yeah, awesome. in plain, they're all hidden in plain sight. They're all heavily armed. <laughs> like they're all just, it's like, like she does not travel without an entourage. Like she is, it looks like she's just like out mingling with the people, but she really isn't like, there's a lot of protection around her to make sure as there should be. I mean, she's arguably the most famous person on the planet at the moment. And she's in a nightclub, which is not exactly a, you know a secure environment. So, but I know I, I thought the you don't city think shined. The nightclub's secure. I think it's pretty secure. Really? Mm, oh, it's okay. I mean, it's it's okay. I mean, too many people in there. Like, it, it was. I mean, she was behind the DJ booth the entire night, so it wasn't like she was out in the club yeah. area. So she was protected. But I thought the city shined. I, I thought everybody. No question. Uh, came away with you know going. This was Vegas. We expected this to be incredibly fun. The game lived up to the hype. We'll get to the game in a second. But mm -hmm. overall, I, I think they're going to be running back to Vegas at some point in the very near future. And I, I think the, I mean, Dana White was, uh, I forget where he was. I think he was doing a press conference for either Power Slap or the UFC, but I think it was Power Slap. He pulled Roger Goodell aside and said, you know, you should be here every other year, right? Like, you know, <laughs> you should you should go 
somewhere and come back to Vegas. Go somewhere and come back to Vegas. Like, you know this, right? No other city can do what we're doing. No one can do this in a compact area and handle all the money you're going to make, all the events you can throw. This is what we do. And I mean, if I'm Goodell, I kind of, I mean, obviously they've booked it out to like 2030, 2031, but I think there's got to be some thought processes as to how quickly we get up, get one back. Oh yeah. No, it, it'll be back. And you know, we had the LVCA guy on, I believe it was Friday. I can't remember which days were which guests. And if you missed any of the shows. Again, yeah. I'm going to start to, I have so much work to do. I'm going to chop tonight. up. Yeah. I'm going to chop up a lot of the interviews and put I them up as well over yeah. the next couple of weeks. Yeah. It's just, it's, there are so many interviews that we did that yeah. it's, it's going to take some time to get everything up on our YouTube channel from what we did. But yeah, I mean, there are a bunch right now, but there'll be more. He said, you know, the plan was once every four or five years, it'll be in the rotation, which is an absolute must. The game lived up to the billing. The books got beat up a little bit. We'll get to that. Usher's halftime show was tremendous. We'll have Newby on. Uh, he's getting ready to, to join us in a little bit to discuss that because some people thought it was one of the best. Other people yeah. were, eh, you know, so we'll we'll discuss all of that. I don't know. I think, like, for people that have never been here or have only been here to blow it out, like, for two days or something, a lot of people came and stayed all week and got a little more flavor and feel for the city than just the three miles strip. You know, I took, <laughs> I got the call Friday night. That's my other favorite thing about today, which we'll get to. Um, but I took the boys out. They, they met me downtown. And we gambled from, I think it was mid. I didn't get home till four in the morning on Friday night, Saturday morning, whatever you call that. Took them to all the little, you know, me and you've walked it. We've done shows from that. Like, you know what I'm talking about. But yeah. they saw Fremont Street <laughs> in, its glory. in all its glory, <laughs> multiple <laughs> places. Oof. But they hit numbers on, on roulette. And then we sat down at a table. All of us at one table playing blackjack. And I mean, the results were something very positive. Jack had, you know, a, a very big night, but those are the trips that are forever. Yeah. I think a lot of people had one of those things, whatever it was in Vegas, they were out, they had a great dinner, they this, they that, forever. The mm. first time is forever here in Vegas. I was a little jealous. I think, you know, if we're here when the next one comes around, I think I might entertain the idea of staying down there for a couple of nights Ooh. to kind of get a feel because it being a home game, oh, I mean, yeah. I was still picking up Madeline. Like I, I, I mean, we were, we were here for the Super Bowl, but we are, it, it was different, but it wasn't dramatically different. Like it is when we were on the road and for everyone else, they were on the road, like they were out and they were going to do places, you know, bumping into things and whatnot. So I, I think next time I might've taken one or two nights and stayed on the strip. But other than that, I, I thought it was an incredible week. I thought the shows were awesome. And, and, and I think everything kind of led up to the game and then the game delivered, which, you know, if you're going to bet against Patrick Mahomes in the postseason, you better be careful now because <laughs> betting against him, you're now zero and four 
in the playoffs up against it. And it's incredible that sports gambling has come all the way to one being referenced, not just on the broadcast, but on the podium with questions to Patrick Mahomes about being an underdog. And, you know, you said the KC Chiefs are never an underdog. And that's, I was like, wow, like that's a moment that I'm not sure everyone understands how big that is to ask that question well, and not have asking guys about being underdogs for a long time. I think we see it through a different lens because we're in the gambling space, but I, you can remember being asked about being an underdog on the podium of a, of a, of a Super Bowl championship. Cause I can't Patriots weren't asked any questions when they were underdogs like that. Uh, when they were 14 point dogs. Yeah. No one asked that on the podium. Nobody asked that. It wasn't even uttered on the broadcast. Pat Summerall and John Madden never even come, came close to uttering anything to do with gambling. This Patriots undermanned. It was just about being an underdog. That's all. They didn't ask him about the lines and all that other stuff. I mean, they I were underdog. I, I, yeah, I, I hear you underdog know, more and more. I think you're over, the, over the exaggerating so, so, the, so, the so ramifications. So, you, so, you, so what you're telling me is that the defending Super Bowl champs, when he said underdog, that he wasn't referencing the line. He was referencing people didn't think they were going to win. Everyone in the public thought they were going to win. I mean, the public sentiment was all on Kansas City. Right, so well, the country. odds makers, the odds makers keep making them other dogs. They're zero and four in the postseason. What do the sure. odds makers know? Well, I mean, I mean, they got beat badly yesterday doing it. I mean, the public came in. It, look, last year, it was different. Last year, I mean, o- overall, it was a five percent loss for the books versus nine point two percent win last year. So, I mean, the books lost five percent this year. Yeah, overall, according to who? According to. To, to, to our friend is that, just, is that just Nevada or is that no that's oh. across the country that's everybody oh that's across across everyone oh. yeah that is according to JMP these- Securities who JMP Securities JMP Securities that's good Bill Spiros of bookies.com is reporting that parlays awesome. were 30 parlays were 34% of the bets 25% of the handle Mm-hmm. Uh, 1.5 plus billion was bet legally. U.S. legal sports books averaged a 5% loss industry wide versus 9.2% profit from last year's Super Bowl. Amazing. They can get those numbers the morning after the Super Bowl, and it takes them months to report monthly numbers. <laughs> it's a shame that when you're in the business as long as I have, you know how these things are done mm-hmm. and you know the truth. I just want the truth and all of this stuff. It's crazy. It's crazy to me. We heard so many people at Media Row saying stuff, talking about stuff, went on their shows. They didn't come on ours. They should have come on ours. We had a lot of people on our shows. Um, But there's a lot of – sorry, Will. I'll give you the first one because you've been on vacation for a week because they sat us down at that set and really wouldn't let us swear. But that's a lot of bullshit, Will. Boy, that felt good. All right, sorry. I mean, the over under. What is this? What is the this? national anthem? What is this? So, BetMGM, and I was talking to our friend, our offshore friend Dave Mason on Twitter about this. They they learned the hard way offshore about the anthem. They learned that if you don't do last note and you do last word, you might get stuck, because Reba McIntyre said "brave" two different times. Not once, but twice. Right. And so BetMGM initially graded it as an under. Right. Then people got pissed off and said, wait a minute. Well, time out. This isn't right. 
She said it twice. It The twice. song ended. You're supposed to be word to word. And it flew over because I timed it. I bet the under 89 and a half. Right. So I thought I was dead. I was like, I, I, I think I had 96 and a half seconds is what I timed it at. So I was like, it's way over because of the second uh-huh. brave. She held it for like seven seconds. Uh-huh. So Ben MGM had to turn around and say, sorry, we're paying it both sides. Both sides are going, which is what the offshore did to what Dave Mason did offshore. When this happened to them too, they said, forget it, pay both sides, be done with it. It's the only thing you can do, but is it that ironic that you offer these bets and who's grading it and by what standards? Reba two times, like Jimmy two times. (laughs) Brave, brave. Oh, who knew? We got people in the chat saying Reba knew. Reba didn't know. She just kept singing. (laughs) Nobody knows. But that's, 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 I mean, we'll hear the narrative all day in the gambling Twitter space and in the gambling media space. It's scripted. You can't. Can we stop that narrative? Please. So I mean, dumb. seriously, stop. Like you guys that are watching the show stop for prep for your own so shows. Stupid. We, we, again, we appreciate you watching. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Honestly, I don't mind it. Watch the show. Once in a while, just say, boy, I heard this on Bostonian versus the book. You don't have to give either Matt or myself personal credit. Give the show credit because we know you're watching. But damn, it's not scripted. How in the hell could you script that? What happened last night? Enjoy it for what it was. I loved it. I thought the football game was great. I really did. I did too. It was, it was how great. How in the world can you do a national anthem bet and grade it and then pay everybody? Because you, your house rules were written wrong. It were wrong. I mean, you did it. You wrote as the last word of the song. That's how it was written for bet MGM. Well, she said brave. But she said brave twice. <laughs> so they were going to grade it as an under saying the second brave doesn't count. And people were like, what are you talking about? When the song ends, when her voice ends, that's the end of the anthem. So that's why they were forced. It, it, they'll go rewrite their rules and they'll say it's from first note to last note of the why vocal singer. It? Why do it? Because people want to bet on it. See, with, with, I mean, look, people were betting 50000 on the coin flip. No, that's fine. You can have a result. I know what the result is. The guy flips the coin, and then somebody says it's heads or tails. Okay, I know well, what how, it is. Well, how I don't about know this? Where to grade it for some me. some some books paid out no Gatorade bath. What 20, 20 to one? No Gatorade bath. It didn't happen what? until after the game was over. They hit Andy Reid at the was, podium. Basically, they hit him purple. with a bath. It was purple. But if your house rules states during the game broadcast. When the Gatorade bath is put on the coach, that is the color that's going to be graded, not anything elsewhere. So Ravel tweeted it 20 to one cashed at certain books. No Gatorade bath. He got it at the podium. What? Yeah. So that's the problem with these bets. It's a, it's a problem as to when your house rules are written. You have to think about all the other things think about that could every happen. scenario possible. Yes. We have to, to know. We talked to, right. talk to Rafael Esperanza on there. He, you know, he does political betting and all these other. He used to be an odds maker in the books here, and and now he's doing a lot of stuff offshore. And I said to him, and he he repeated it back. He said, "We have to see things that nobody else sees to be able to to prepare." All right, put the first poll question up if you can. Did you enjoy the game? Yes or no? Like, was it boring? Because no. I heard people say it was boring. The game was I heard not, people say, what? oh. It was an uh, overtime game. What, we were bored. What? There's people that didn't like the game. 
Really? Yeah. Yeah. Put it up. And then after we have newbie on, um, we got him in the we'll back in a second, whether, um, you know, they like the halftime show because we're going to have a really good case made from, you know, somebody who would know he, he's been watching these things for his whole life. And he's a little <laughs> bit younger than us. <laughs> so Jimmy Jack just came in the chat and said game was boring as a nap. Wow. I think you'll be surprised at the was it good was it a good game or did you enjoy the game yes or no? Wow, I, I, I think. Uh, all right, but before we get to newbie, let's just get this topic out of the way first. Yes. Okay. The Niners players didn't know the rules in overtime. Oh, save this for after. You and I are going to discuss the overtime. We've been discussing the overtime for a we long have. time. This is more than a two minute discussion. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, so that, we'll, that's we'll, we can't get that in there. there we'll hold it. All right. So we'll skip ahead and and and, and we'll talk a little bit about what's going to happen here. Here we're going to bring on. Oh, oh, sorry. I didn't know you were bringing me on. I was just listening to some Usher. Uh, I was just listening to some Usher. I didn't know. I didn't know you guys were bringing me on. That's my newbie joining us here on the Bostonian versus the book. I don't know what song that was. My goodness gracious. What's going on? Boys, 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 post-Super Bowl, um, I don't know, Adam Rosenberg must have hacked into my thing. He put Adam's best friend on my thing. We're getting that out of here. Boys, post-Super Bowl, better way that there is no better way than to hop on here at BVB with my gentleman here. <laughs> Noobs, great to see you. Number one. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I don't Absolutely. know what Rosenberg's doing. You're my best friend. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hey, that, that, what, <laughs> how do you even get that true. on there? I didn't even know I you could know. have secondary titles. You can, yes. So we, yeah. we did his like outlier show. Um, and I guess he he changed the thing in there. Um, so uh so man, that that's on me, boys. That's on me. Well, we'll, we'll right. shout out Adam. There you go, Adam. That's your <laughs> shout out. You you know, we'll we'll talk to you later about that. Noobs, you made the case. We're just gonna get right to it. You made the case on Twitter that that was one of the best, if not the best Mm. halftime show that you'd ever seen. You're 30 years old, and you've seen them all because you like music. You have a life beyond sports gambling. Ah, you do. do. There's there's other things. Oh, outside of sports gambling, yes, but have a life. That's that's a bold statement. That's a bold Ah. statement. Usher, I thought he hit a home run. What did you say? I mean, you went on and said that, and P. Rod came at you, and then other people I love jumped it. in the conversation. He used because awesome. he, he used the word ever. Make your case, newbie, and then I'm going to sit back and let Counselor Peralt argue back, have a discussion <laughs> like grown the ass. First half men of the whole do. thing sucked. The first half of the whole pre- Usher was bad, was boring until he started bringing on Alicia Keys and Ludacris. Okay. They saved the whole thing. It's 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 like it, it was like a microcosm of the game because the first half of that game absolutely <laughs> okay. sucked and then Fair. the second half saved it. So Fair. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you can't have the greatest halftime show ever with the first half of it sucking. Newbie, well, he you know, roller so- skated. Yeah, that, that part, the, the roller cool. skating where he looked like Peter Griffin and the boys riding around the <laughs> roller rink was was pretty good. The camera work uh, but but I will say if you Google or if you go on to Twitter X or whatever the hell they call it before they change the name again and you search like newbie talks halftime show. I feel like every single year I'm just like, this is the best one ever because, <laughs> it, you know, I just I get excited, especially when when it's a game that, you know, I couldn't care less about. So okay. wow. as far as it went for last night, hold on, hold, it was, pause that, it, P- pause that, because I want to ask you that question. I got this for so many people last night were texting me before the game. I don't give a fuck about this game. 
I, know. I don't care. This is boring. I, didn't. I might not. So you had no, like, there was no like excitement going into the game for you. No. And, and it was crazy because for like the first time in my life, even when it's like a, a caca matchup that I don't care about, like the Super Bowl Sunday to me as a foodie, as a guy who loves food that clogs your arteries and makes you feel horrible and shameful, like the <laughs> Super Bowl is my Christmas. And right. for like the first time, I mean, maybe it's like a, a, a West Coast thing because Californians don't care about anything, uh, you know, except for, um, you know, right. maybe some extracurricular activities. So, so maybe <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's the fact that now I'm around the vibe where a game kicks off at 3.30. But as far as the matchup went, like the best storyline for me was Taylor Swift garbage. Like I didn't care about Brock Purdy being Mr. Irrelevant, and, wow. you know, wanted to wanted to have, you know, because a lot of the times one of the best things that you could talk about is like the quarterback matchup. You know what I mean? Or, or, or at least there's like some common threads tying the teams together. Like last year, it was the Kelsey brother. And even that got old pretty quick. So for me, the pageantry around the game on this matchup really wasn't there. So I feel like I was already looking more forward to the halftime show because as far as mm. Usher goes, Usher transports me back to a time when newbie was a bit of a wallflower. And that was when, uh, you know, you would be at school dances and like, <laughs> you, you never really wanted to like walk up to anyone and ask them to dance. Cause then, you know, the boys are going to make funny. Like Usher was the King when I was like in grade school and a freshman in high school. So I yeah. always have a soft spot in my heart. And I feel like that's where the divide came for people that love the halftime show and people that did it because if you, if you didn't really have an attachment to Usher songs, I get why it could have definitely fallen flat. But his song choices were so like, what the hell was that? I thought it was great. I thought it was great. It flows it was, so well. It started off with Luda. Bit of a Luda banger. saved the whole thing. Why I know, but, but it did. It, he I will say, it. When he came out. I was like, okay, that is cool. When he, he came, came out, out, like dressed like White Goodman yeah. from uh, from Dodgeball. And, and Alicia Keys was tremendous. I, I mean, yeah. you know, she was tremendous. And so I, I felt like it was all people that helped Usher versus Usher's wet self pouring sweat on national well, TV. Oh, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. There are definitely a demographic parole that, that people absolutely love yes, that. women. Yes, like, like, 100%. There are women who are falling over themselves because he took his shirt off. I was like, oh my yeah, gosh. And that's what I mean. We can't, we can't get all hot and bothered uh, over Maroon 5 when, they, when you know, whoever, I forget the lead singer, when he ripped his shirt off and everyone's right. like, oh my God, the tats and everything. Yeah. We can't hate on Usher for doing the same thing. And also- no. There, there were people who were sweating. Will we get an Usher nipple? And they cashed a nice <laughs> plus money ticket when those nipples popped out. True. P-roll. So it's true. You know, it, it, there there were plenty of ways for gamblers Fair. and uh, music fans. But but I definitely think because you and I were going back and forth, you know, talking about what are the best ever. And I how think old were really, you in two thousand and one? Uh, so what 2001 would have been, sure. um, when they had like Aerosmith and NSYNC and all of those no, people come post, out. post 9-11. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So I would have been in you were born in 93, right? Fourth grade. I would have been in fourth grade. Yeah. Okay. So, so you um, don't really remember the magnitude of U2's halftime show post 9-11 with all the yeah, names scrolling. Also, this here's a hot take and, and I get flack from my entire girlfriend's family about this. I think you two sucks. That's fine. But that a moment, what that was. Yeah, I get it. The moment, moment and everything, but for the country, the, the to, moment, the country the to moment, see the names like that, it, yeah. it ruined every, I mean, that was like, 
you stopped and were like, holy shit. Like it See, really but when, hurt when I hear you too, I don't think of that moment. And I have seen, you know, the, uh, the, the halftime show. I watch a lot of them on YouTube yep. and whatever. So I understand how that's like a huge like punch. But when I hear you too, I think about when they put that dog shit album on everyone's phones when nobody I mean, asked. Gotta, gotta so like, so like go, that's my come, come to Vegas, come to Vegas, go to the sphere. You'll walk out blown away and you'll change your whole opinion. About I'll, I'll walk out blown Sphere's away when, uh, when John Mayer and Grateful Dead and co are there. That's, that's when I'll true. walk that's out. Coming. Yep. And, and, and that's, that's, that's going to be that's, what, that's 16 shows. 16 shows yeah. they're doing after fish comes here because they need old people with money. And that's you two fans, fish fans and grateful dead fans. So well, that's fish and, and I'll tell you what the mushroom business is going to be huge. Spiked. hundred percent. Cannabis has never been better. Two of you, who was the super bowl halftime show last year? Uh, Alicia Keys. Was Riri, I mean, remember, sorry, Riri. Rihanna. Yeah. Rihanna last year. Okay. Remember her? I she thought was, it stunk. She was pregnant. Oh, I thought she was a um, she was pregnant, and she did. I know yeah, she was. That's good. why I was like, we could have oh, subbed somebody in. I would have. Ra- I would have rather seen the baby tap dance in P. Roll to just see her like, uh, like <laughs> Look, not be. L. A. Like, I mean, I, I still think the best halftime show for me was L. A. I, I think what L. A. did was unreal. See? Tip of the cap to everything happening in Compton and the music and the in the and how it went through everything with M and Dre and Dog and I. I loved L. A. I thought L. A. was the best I'd ever seen. And and I feel like for me, L.A. ended up being a disappointment because when that lineup dropped, like who mm-hmm. that was going to be, I was like, this is the certified lock of the century. This is the best halftime show that will ever be. It's every artist that I always loved. It's But then for me on that one, like <sighs> the one thing that I thought, Usher, whether you loved him, whether you hated him, like the show at least flowed well in my opinion like there was never any moment where it was just like jarring like hey here's the next thing you know what i mean they always brought out an artist at a good point to segue it into the next and the choreography was incredible for me there wasn't much choreography in that show and like the set design was cool for the la show but as far as the transition it was just like now eminem is performing and now here's dr dre performing you know what i mean like the transitions fell flat for me, ended up as a jarbled little mess where they were just like trying to, you know, have like incredible rap bukkake, which it didn't end up working out that way. I know? love when you talk about this, like you like there's just some serious analysis on this. Well, oh, I would like, rather break this down than break down a side in total every single day. Absolutely. There's no doubt about it, but I understand that. I know this. It's 15 minutes, right? It's about 15 minutes. It might be less. It might be 10. less. Yeah, it's yeah. less. It's hard the whole, ha- whole halftime. The whole Quick. halftime normally is 13 minutes. I think it's 20 minutes in totality for the Super Bowl. That's why it's 30. longer. Is it 30 Almost total? 30. Yeah. We we took a lot of bets. And I realized when I was in a book, like this is taking forever. He said it's about 30 minutes from beginning to end. Because they do that 10 minute long. breakdown. Like they have to have their halftime show. Yes. So they do that. And then they go into and then they, right. and they the have show. to set up. They need a 10 minute setup time yeah. and then they perform and then they need like the eight minute breakdown time for everything to get put together. I don't know. It's it was weird. Re- they st- why do you, why did they start it on the field? That was odd. Like, yeah, I, it was it, strange it was the way they started. Strange. It I was like, why are they on the field? Like that's when little- he's like, he's like doing like his dance moves and everything. And I was like, bro, and the microphone kept know, on moving. The microphone was bothering me. Like the microphone yeah, was like, I didn't, wrong, I didn't like, I didn't understand the microphone set. It's like, <laughs> either like, go the Britney Spears tight to the lip yeah. or like go with a handheld mic. But like, he was whole, trying like, to sing though. I, I give him this. He wasn't voice tracking it. He was trying no, to sing. So I, I give but him part of the problem with that was the fact that they didn't mix the sound properly. So like a performer like that, who's based on dancing, 
anything. Like his whole thing is he's going to add like the little vocal flair and everything right. like that. But the only mic that was on was his mic. So all you're hearing is like <laughs> Jamona. Yeah. Like he's like, you, right. you know what I mean? Like yeah, he's, yeah, he's yeah. like MJ. That's my point. Like, I, was so, like, I was like, so what is, I mean, like, I don't know. I like and then they Usher. properly got it. I like Usher. I don't love Usher. He plays here in Vegas. He has a residency. I've had been offered tickets. I've had no desire to say yes, even free tickets. I've had no desire to go. People say the show in Vegas is incredible. He's probably the biggest winner after all I'll this take because free people go. If Eddie, if you get offered him again, direct him to me. I'll take. Okay, you, you can have want to go now. It's all yeah, over. The, he's the biggest winner. Sorry. I mean, his his residency in Vegas is going to explode with people who just are going to want to go see that live because they saw him. They're like, wow, he's really good. That was really fun without Luda because I'd rather go see Luda personally. If Luda. I'm picking on where to go. It's honestly fair. Yeah. Yeah. Luda, <laughs> fair. Yeah. He's turned down for what moment where it was like, it was, what was that Harlem shake thing that was the yeah. big, like that part? Did you see there was like, there was the girl who was on the stripper pole. She Wee! fell off of the she stripper pole. Yes. There was a dude in the background who just got heated <laughs> into the stratosphere. Yeah. Yeah. He still might be up there. I don't know if he ever came down. Somebody like, did anyone catch that guy? Like you, you never saw whether he came down and landed or not. <laughs> this was up and then down. Yeah. yeah I don't know. Yeah. I, I it, was, it was fine. I don't think it was bad. I, I think if you're of a certain person who likes that type of music, I think you'd be all about it and all in it. It wasn't directed at me as a 46 yeah. year old guy. And I'm fine with that. It was direct. I mean, that's, that's perfectly fine. I would prefer more like, you know, I'm not listening to little John on my drives to work. Like I'm, 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 I'm I like, this, this is not my music that I'm choosing yeah. to listen to. So yeah. I, I get the, why some people really liked it. And some people didn't really like it. I, I'll be curious to see new Orleans is going to be interesting because the history of music so in that city is unbelievable and it's going to be sensitive. People are going to want the tribute to the city done right next year. Well, if if they don't bring out Lil Wayne at the New York, New Orleans 100%. show, then just, just cancel it. Agreed. Honestly, cancel the Super Bowl. But if how do they Lil edit Wayne that? does not come out. I'll lay minus 500. He's coming out. How do they, how do they edit it? How do they edit it? He's, he's not going to do, he's going to do his bit. Lil Wayne's going to do Lil Wayne. He ain't going to, Edit anything. <laughs> the guy working the button. If, gonna if be- we get a Millie in the Super Bowl, I'll die happy. <laughs> I'll die happy. It'll be fun. I mean, I, I Little Wayne would be incredible. I'm not sure who they'd pair him up with other than just him doing it. But can you imagine Little Wayne at the, like the, the the Apple Music press conference sitting there and taking questions from the media about his music? It would be worth the price of admission. <laughs> just pair him. Isn't isn't Louis Armstrong from New Orleans? Just like yeah, yeah. play like what a wonderful world. And just, just be talk talk he's about gone. Newbie, he's I gone. He's been done. gone a long time. Gone for a long I got time. The hologram shit. Bring him back with a hologram. <laughs> <laughs> right? Stick him right stick him right there. So listen to me. What do you got going on now? The football season's done. You started off the day with a tweet that said you weren't interested in the game because mm. now, for whatever reason, when your team's not in it and you don't have a bet on it or a future, you're not looks- looking to do it. It's like, eh. Yeah. But you're wearing the hat. What? What? What do you got going on now? Is this is starting, and we got it. We got to get you as yeah. our resident, like, super knowledgeable lacrosse guy. Is this mm. the deal? Well, it's super knowledgeable. Um, you know, it's 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 a it's a subjective term, I suppose. Well, but uh, yeah. 
But I will say, man, the, the fun thing is, is the PLL right around the corner. PLL for I'm sure there's people who don't know, so I won't say it. Um, like, like you do know, no, it's not pretty little liars. Um, it is the premier lacrosse league and, uh, and they do a really cool, like, I think they, they really smartly put right after the super bowl, they do this little, little tournament. It's just four teams. It's called their championship series. And it's like indoor basketball meets lacrosse where it's just yeah. like super fast paced. It's quick. It's fun. And the live odds they put up on this thing, boys. They don't, they don't know, know what, what they're the doing. Fuck is going on. They, they don't, don't know, know what what's going on. Well, hold on. Let, let, let me ask you. The Vegas team does not play in that league, right? The PLL no, is they different. play in the National Lacrosse League. The Desert but, Dogs are in the National Lacrosse but League. But PLL right? is still indoors. Uh, so PLL in the summer is outdoors. It's field lacrosse style. Typically what you're going to see like with NCAA okay. lacrosse that's in season right yeah, now. Right. PLL is the outdoor professional product of that. NLL is box lacrosse really yeah, indoors. Popular, okay, like, right. Up in Canada. But then this is completely different. This is called sixes lacrosse where you have six players on the field, including the goalie. It's back and forth. There's only faceoffs at the beginning and start oh, of, wow. of the halftime. So it's, it's literally like hockey on grass. Yeah. Like it's it's five on five with a goal. How big's the how long is the field? They shrink the field. So I believe we're looking at like a, a 90 yard field and they bring wow. in the sides as well. They also bring out the uh the the arc for lacrosse or for the uh, two-point goals so you see some crazy high scores like a typical lacrosse total you're going to be looking at around like 22 and a half when you're when you're talking about field wow. lacrosse for this sixes style the posted totals right now are like 46 and a half so you'll have like <laughs> double the scoring double the quickness and there isn't any face-offs like right after they score the goalie scoops it out outlet pass balls going the other way it's it's a it's it, it's insane it's like ping pong yeah yeah it's like ping pong but the lines are already up so we already know you know who's favorites who's not i'm rocking my california redwoods hat which they did an incredible job with this by the it's way nice i'm trying to, to get you boys a shipment that you guys can Ooh, rock on bb okay. here because the logos i mean even just go to their site and pick pick your team that you want uh, there is a Boston Cannons team. I heard big time Boston Cannons got man shut down and restarted. Right? I mean that yeah. that was and an old yeah, old yeah. outdoor team and now got restarted back up again. So I'm definitely yeah. looking at that. Then, That's uh, great. The Redwoods are actually facing off against the Boston Cannons uh, on the 14th. Is the first game going to be there? And then it's the Philadelphia Water Dogs who are going to be taking on the Utah Archers. <laughs> so it's going to be it's going to be good on the 14th of February. Yeah, yeah. So literally two days away, things kick Which off is, in wait, Virginia. It's a February 14th is a big day. I didn't no, realize not. it was no, it was the, the POL debut <laughs> no, it's league. It's a, made, it's, it's, a, it's a made up holiday designed. It is to, a made up holiday. Okay. To steal oh, our money. Wait, newbie. Hold on. Made up holiday. Uh, P. Roll. Wait, hold on. You had a big weekend, and I'm not talking about the Super Bowl noobs. Tell the people. I, I, I just want to personally tell you both. This I love news? you. Okay. Newbie did it, P. Roll. Woo. Got a ring. Whoa. It what? It did what hit you the, do? Hit the knee on, on Friday. Oh, yeah, hit the knee. And I also realized at the beginning of this segment, I used the word girlfriend. It's no longer girlfriend. It's fiance. I was gonna say. Hey. I, so I dropped down in the knee, did an incredible, uh, like, whole, Congratulations. I, I really, I pulled off like a whole, like, Ocean's Eleven style Ooh. like proposal. So, like, I How had long was it sister, planned? Uh, this dude, I had the ring since like October. Okay. So I've, so I've played it for a long time. Very cool. I've been, I've been working on, cause I wanted it to be perfect. Wanted it to be special. Right. So right. I coordinated with her sister who lives on the East coast, lives in New Jersey. 
Um, she flew out the day of, and then she, she like flew over to Malibu, which has like our favorite beach point doom. If you ever go there, scenic, incredible, beautiful, highly suggested. And, um, and I had her do this whole like little setup down there. So there was like a blanket and pictures and everything. So all day long, I was out and about with uh, my then girlfriend, now fiance (laughs) and, uh, and my parents, and we were bopping around and on the outside, I may have been hooting, but on the inside I was hollering because I was trying to figure out like how to get there at the right time, (laughs) had a photographer set up for four o'clock, but all worked out, man. As Did always. your parents know it was going to happen? Yeah, they knew. They knew oh, that it was coming man. down. Mom must have been uh, bursting at the seams. <laughs> yeah, get yeah. The they, get they, the well, as we were pulling off the beach, um, my my fiance Kayla goes, "Oh my god, you guys are going to love it. This is my favorite beach in the entire world." And my mom was just like, "Oh, this is yeah, so right? perfect." <laughs> so, so it went off without a hitch, man. It was absolutely incredible. She didn't even see it coming a little bit. So it was a good. Smoke and mirrors, Bob and weed by your boy, and uh, and and she had to think about it. Her first words were, "I'm gonna pee my pants," but I took that as a yes. <laughs> so I did take that as a yes. Uh, was able to confirm. So I don't know. You're gonna have to talk to our offshore guy, Dave Mason. Does that count as the yes cashing or not? Um, she did take the ring, so it, you gotta read the fine print from the book before it. She did take the ring. That's so, awesome. So I took it as Love a yes. It. Yeah, that's true. So it was uh, it was it was a great weekend regardless. And honestly, I was hating on the game. But as you guys probably know, my Twitter has magical properties that whenever I say anything, the opposite will happen. Yeah. So okay. when I said this game sucks, I had to tweet that out. It was awful. Then we had an instant classic. It's the same way as whenever I would be like, yep. man, Jalen Hurts sucks. That's when he would play good. Unfortunately, uh, I, I ran out of power at the end of the year. Yeah. Not even my tweets could save that Philadelphia Eagles team. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, before I let you go, one last question, because we'll talk basketball with you, but are you like out on the Sixers or like, are you still oh, in like you're on the West coast now? So is it easy just to like ignore the Philly sports and be like, Wait, I'm do now- Sixers, do Sixers still have a franchise? I didn't even know they even had <laughs> okay. a team. So there's still thought. a team that's called the 76ers. Can you call Joel Embiid real quick? Can you call Newbie and see? <laughs> see. Just get, you have I mean, I'll see us? if I can reach Hold him. He's been busy though, man. He's he's rehabbing. You know what I mean? So let me see. He's hurt. But all right, yeah, I'll pat I'll pat you guys in. Here we go. Oh man, you're bringing me back on BBB. We in the house, boys. Joel. Are you Yo, coming back? I mean, no. you can't win the MVP. Fuck What's the no. story? <laughs> Man, why would I come back, play for a team that keeps this bum-ass Daryl Morey in the house? Dude's a lie. He traded my boy Pat Bev. He did. What you been doing with Pat Bev? Pat to Bev was a, was, a, was a Philadelphia hero. Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> Wait a minute. I fuck no, I ain't coming back. <laughs> look at the, Dave, look at the screen. Is that is that a first? Oh, is that a first? Oh, that's a first. Go. The kids watching the show. That's the first. We gotta that's keep amazing. bringing in the young kids, Pete Rolt. The young kids under them will watch the show if we bring in newbie. All that the Usher tremendous. fans will be here. All the Usher fans in the house. Usher, 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 Usher fans are young. Uh, uh, really? Are Usher oh, yeah. fans young? Yeah. I don't know no, fans. no, no. But we think we yeah. are. Think <laughs> like we Usher are. fans are old. <laughs> like, like I don't, I don't know about that. Yeah, you're right. Dang, congratulations, man. Happy uh, congratulations on the engagement. That's awesome. The best to you and your fiance and to your family. We'll do this again soon down the line. All right. Appreciate your time. Appreciate you guys. And uh, last thing I'll give you. Yeah. Redwoods 
over the Boston Cannons plus 950. Exact a winner. It's going to be the Redwoods facing off against the Boston Cannons in the finals of the oh, championship okay, final. series. Okay, yeah, yeah. Bet the exacta. That's the way we're giving them. A little plus 900 on the way. Nice work. That on the way nice out. Nice work. Be good, my friend. We'll talk to you soon. Hey, brother. We're going to go right from him and right back to Vegas and right back to the live conversation. I have no idea where Sweet Lou is. Sweet Lou's back in Pittsburgh already. I'm back, back home. I'm already home. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're already back. Welcome back to BVB. How are you? Um, awesome. I had a great time, but uh, I took the red eye right after the Super Bowl home, and I was home at five in the morning. So, so great. <laughs> you got the perfect experience. You came in the week of the game. You stayed downtown. We thank you again for coming to the Resorts World Live show. You represented with the hat. You brought the hammer. I mean, it was great. But what the hell happened Saturday night? Like, you were down there Saturday night, Lou. Was it crazy where you were? Well, so first, um, I was up the strip. And we went up the strip for a while. We were walking around and stuff. And finally, I was just like, you know what? It's crazy up here. Let's go back downtown. and. when I went outside and I walked over, I was in the Bellagio and then I walked from there to the Cosmopolitan. Yeah. Went in the Cosmopolitan for a little bit. And then I was just like, this is crazy. I got to get out of here. Plus, I, I like the downtown vibe a little more. I, it's just more my speed. So did it take you a long time to get from the strip to downtown? Because normally that's about a five to ten minute just jaunt. I was yeah. It was traffic. It was a disaster, right? It, it was insane. Like. We're in the cab, and there's just people and cars all over the place, you know, like in the middle of the road. People are MFing people. What the hell's going on? Horns are blabbing. You know, uh, it, Lou, I, I got to ask. The chat is lighting up because mm, you're here, but they're very concerned here. that you're still drunk. Are you still drunk right now from the Super Bowl? No, probably a little hungover, but. Okay. Okay. All right. Good. All right. Cool. Just make it what? Sure. I mean, did you, did it go the way you thought it was going to go? Anything surprised you while you were here for the craziness? I mean, yeah, I think I thought it was going to be crazy. You know, uh, the thing is you guys got so many hotels and casinos, so you got so many places to put people, you know, where right. I, the other cities have that when they have the Super Bowl. So there's going to be a lot more, you know, a lot more handle and a lot more people. How many days does it take you to recover from that trip? I mean, that was power packed. You did a lot of stuff. We saw Goldberg, Spooky Express, Friday night. You saw me with the boys. I mean, that turned into a four o'clock in the morning night for me. Yeah. How many days? Like, are you going to be back normal, like by Wednesday when you watch the show over at Manny's with the bread guys, or what? Yeah, probably a day day to recover. Just a time, you know, the uh, time difference is okay out there. We'd be sitting there going, it's only 7 30. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's it's crazy how much more goes on earlier in the day out there than later in the day. Yeah. That's kind of nice, isn't it? Like, do you like it for watching sports? You've done it now twice. Hopefully you can come back out for the March Badness shows uh at Resorts World. If you can't, for 100 percent we'll see you for the brigade proxy service stuff. But do you like the time zone or are you, you, you're still not a fan of the time zone out West? No, I, I actually do like it because it, like I said, there's a lot more stuff that goes on earlier in the day. Of course. You know, like, it's four o'clock and there's games going on back East, you know, it's seven o'clock. So like it's, 
and you can get everything in. And if you want to go to bed early, you can, and all the games are over at that point. Right. Now, it okay. didn't happen when I was out in Vegas, but if I live. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you have a hangover cure, Lou? Like, the, do, do you go to something? The chat's very concerned. They want to know if you need a hangover cure. And I was just curious if you I had one. What. what is it? Marijuana. Oh, <laughs> that works. Okay. I don't, I wouldn't know, but heartbeat. There you go. He's right. It is. Is it? Up. Oh, yeah. Depends on what strain you're going to use. But yes, I, I wouldn't use an indica, but if you use the other, if you use a sativa, sure. Yeah, sativa. Pick me up. I, Hybrid, right? Feel better, I right? Yeah. What you're I agree. Talking about. That's, That's what I loved about Fremont Street. You walk right out the hotel. <laughs> sure. stop. There's a, there's a liquor store. You're good to go. <laughs> That stuff's fake. The the one on Fremont Street. That stuff's yeah, fake. That, that story. Oh, no, 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 no. It's not fake. I'll tell you that. They they oh. do sell some THC down here. You just got to be careful with it. Oh, you oh. mean not no the legal variety you're talking about? There's not a legal dispensary on Fremont Street. There's not a dispensary, but there's those. those uh -oh. Government. Government doesn't like this conversation. Government right? <laughs> he froze up. The government. Lou froze. <laughs> Mikey Awesome's going to get Lou. He froze. This is... Lou, snap your fingers. Come the back, government Lou. does not like this conversation. We're just he's gone. Uh oh. I think he's gone. That's it. All right. Oh, no. Sorry, Lou. Lou. All right. So, right sorry, so, sorry, Lou. Somebody zapped him. The government didn't like that conversation. Who's with us. watching this show? <laughs> sports group. Sports group was like, "Hey, we, uh, we don't like this conversation, guys." Click. <laughs> well, they wouldn't have been able to get us, but somebody else did. Man, so, sorry about sorry about that. Did Maybe you get come text from my wife. I did, but I I can't do an email at the moment with three different guests going on. Everything else, so I, did, I sent her the link. She's got oh, the link. Good. Okay, all right. So, so I, I, I just texted to her. But they have a block pool dispute um, that they need. Oh. A settlement on, and I, I, I'm assuming a block pool, meaning like a squares. Yes. Oh. By the way, Benson's picture—I just saw that. Benson's oh. picture is oh. incredible. Oh. Of all the people at the window walking up to cash tickets. Oh. It's like ten windows, ten people deep. Yeah. Like it is. Wow. <laughs> yes. Writing tickets, writing tickets, and writing tickets. Okay. Uh so let's go ahead. And, let, let's talk about this because we're an hour in. And we haven't got to the game yet. So we, 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 have, we have to get to the games. Right. Niner players said they did not know the rules for overtime. First time ever that it was. The, these were the rules, right? Correct. Yep. First time yeah. ever. Uh, we heard from multiple chief players. They had more than one meeting during the week about what would have happened if the game goes to overtime. Uh, yeah. And I mean, that's that's a, 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 as bad of an indictment on Kyle Shanahan as you're going to see. You could see it in the way the Chiefs were approaching the final minute in the drive. There was no urgency. Everyone was looking up. You could tell the Niners were looking up going like the clock's running, the clock's running. Everyone's like the intensity ratcheted up on the Niners sideline and on the Niners players, but nothing happened for the Chiefs. They knew that the clock ran out. It was just like the end of the first quarter. It was switch sides. And kept playing. There was no change. That is such a big deal in terms of being prepared to me because you heard it at, in, in the post game with both coaches. Okay. Andy Reid, Mike Frazier, our analytical chief, does all that work. You can go either way, but one thing it does, it gives the opportunity to know what you got to do. They came down, scored three points. 
You either got to go score three or go get a touchdown. They asked directly to Kyle Shanahan, why did you take the ball? Quote, this is something we talked about with, you know, that none of us have any, any experience with. We went through all the analytics and talked with those guys, and we just thought it would be better. We just wanted the ball third. If both teams matched and scored, we wanted to be the ones that had the chance to go in. We got the field goal, so we knew we had to hold them at least three. And if we did then, we thought it was in our hands after that. Do you subscribe? Do you believe in the idea that going, getting the ball third was the right decision to make? Well, if they went field goal, field goal, or punt, punt, or touchdown, touchdown, it would have been the right decision, and nobody would have been talking about it. But it didn't go that way, so all these nerds and all these sorry, Will, fucking fake gambling analysts are saying how, you know, it's this, it's that. And these guys are making decisions in the heat of the battle, one and two. Why is no one asking how San Francisco's defense, what the state of them was? Because right before the overtime kicked, they had a drive go all the way down the field against them multiple opportunities to win the game and stop him, couldn't do it, dead-ass tired. And he's going to win the toss and say, go ahead, go back out there. You had three minutes break. Can't lose the game, though. You can't lose the game. No, you can't lose the game. You cannot lose the game if you defer. You can oh, only you lose the game. You opportunity to have to score a touchdown. You can only lose the game if you take the ball first. And you're going up against Patrick Mahomes. I get the idea. If he said my defense was tired, they had they needed a break, I would go, okay. He didn't say that. Shanahan didn't say that. He said he wanted the ball third, not rest of the defense. I get your point. Your point's accurate, and I, and I like your point. If he made it in the postgame, he said, look, at my defense was dog tired. I had to get a break. I, I had to take the ball. I didn't want them out there again for another whole drive. It would have been a quick score. It could have been really fast. I didn't want to do that. He didn't say that. That's my problem with Shanahan is that his answer is not matching up with what was going on in the field. And the players, Kyle Juszczyk said, I would have liked to have known the rule. He didn't know the rule. Who's that on? Kyle Shanahan. It's not on the player to know the rule? No, it's on Kyle Shanahan. This is the difference. Andy Reid, Bill Belichick, the elite all-time greats prepare for every situation. Their players are always prepared. Uh-huh. That's why they win games. They win tight games because they make the right decisions with the right information at hand. Right. Shanahan has blown three games in the Super Bowl with 10 point leads. There's a reason for that. Well, wasn't he the coordinator of the Falcons when they were up? Yes, that's the that's the first. Right. The other two, he was head coaches up by 10 on the on Mahomes two times. Blew them both. It's a brutal loss. But I don't take anything those guys say post-game immediately after a game like that. I mean, they were hearing the national anthem and crying, like in, in my daughter's. Well, Chris Jones was. But yeah. Were, yeah, but I mean, like, it, it it's it's an emotional thing. And my daughters were even asking me, like, why are they crying? I'm like, you don't understand what you, you, what you think about as you're right there to take the field in the biggest game of anybody's life. I mean, you never know when you're getting back. There's so many things. And then you lose that game. And there's reporters waiting to, you know, to ask you questions, not to make you look good. They're, they're asking you questions to get you. 
So maybe they got him with that statement. Maybe that's what it was. But in the heat of the moment after, I'm not like going to break down and analyze it and pick apart what they did. I just know that mm-hmm. defense looked dead ass tired. So dead ass tired. But why can't you say that? Why can't you just say our defense was tired? I don't it's, know why. If that's the truth. If, because I don't, I don't think he, I don't believe he put that into consideration. I don't think his defense being tired is why he took the ball. I think he thought the old rules applied. I think he didn't well, realize know, there were I, two quarters. I don't think you know what he thought because you didn't ask him. And well, his answer was there. Tell you anyway. Well, like, his answer, his, his answer was his answer may be protecting the fact that his guys were gassed, and he just says what he has to say to the press. Like it doesn't matter. It's why is that? It, why if your defense was tired, why would that? We think anybody would be critical of the Niners' defense for being tired in the overtime of the Super Bowl. No, because then he goes to the players, and the players say, "No, man, I wasn't tired." He can just blame the analytics or say what, you know, we wanted the ball third. Because if you do all the scenarios, Mm -hmm. it's a slight edge to take the ball first. A slight edge. Punt, punt, I want the ball third. Field goal, field goal, I want the ball third. Sure. Touchdown, touchdown, I want the ball third. Then why not go for it on on, on fourth down then? That's, you could, you, you could have done that. Why throw I, the ball on third and on th- third and four? You have you have two downs to get four yards. Why are you throwing the, the football? They threw the ball on fourth on third down. No, All right? Why run the ball? They threw the ball. I don't understand. I, I don't on mo- multiple moments in that game on third down and short where they had a chance to put the game away. Kyle Shanahan threw the football with Brock Purdy, and he had Christian McCaffrey who did eighty yards rushing and eighty yards receiving. No one's ever done that in the Super Bowl. You have your best player, and you do not run the ball in the most important moments. The same thing happened with the Patriots. Same exact thing. Kyle Shanahan panics. In big moments, he doesn't hold his water, and he just goes and throws. Because that was one of the best things that Romo did. Romo said, they're going to blitz right now. Third and four, they're coming after him. They're not going to sit back. Right. Run a screen pass. Do something that's going to take advantage that you can anticipate what Spagnolo was going to call just because the situation dictated it. They weren't going to sit back and just let you do it. And Romo was dead on. He has Patrick Mahomes on the other side. If he gets up a touchdown, who cares? I got Mahomes. I'm good. Let's go after it. And he didn't think one way ahead. He got outplayed. The chief coaching staff was so good last night completely coach circles around Kyle Shanahan's and I couldn't believe it. I'm like, why are we doing this? Your best player is not getting the football. And look, Chiefs coaching staff that out coached them by that much. They, they had them. to drive to score the game tying field goal. They were trailing the whole game, except for about yeah, the missed extra point. Was the, re- the, the missed extra point is really what caused all that. I mean, I mean, the, the reason why the game went to overtime was the missed extra point. I mean, if Moody makes that extra point, all the overtime, all that's moot. I mean, that changed everything. If, if the TP, won- are you with me? My numbers are wrong on the third down. Put it on there. Why is it that much better? I'm just curious. How many mean? scenarios are there? You're right. You know, it's there is a tiny the value other? that there is a there is a tiny edge towards taking the football first, except when you're playing Patrick Mahomes. Like that. It's that tiny, that's my answer. To tiny that. edge. How many fourth down conversions did he make on the game winning drive? One or two? Who? Which Mahomes. one? Uh, one. Right. Was it only one? Okay. There's only one on, on, on fourth down, but yeah. I, I it, it's because he did the rollout. He did the run that, that, that got him there. It's a great but call. 
Unbelievable call. call. I mean, that's what I mean. The G- Andy Reid and Steve Spagnuolo won the Super Bowl. Okay. Now the Moody kick is what really changed everything. And this was a big knock going into the game as to whether or not Moody was going to be reliable. And he wasn't. He ended up being the Achilles heel of the team, not Dre Greenlaw's Achilles heel, but like that was the, if you want to say, why did the game go to overtime? The game went to overtime because of the missed extra point. Right. And so that caused all of everything to change. But I kept on going, and this is, I think going forward, this is going to have to be the narrative. The Giants figured this out against the Patriots in 2008. You're playing Tom Brady. You have to do things that may be outside your norm. Do crazy things to beat him. Because if you do lose, hey, I lost to an all-time great, so be it. They kept on playing the way they always play. And you, like, you're playing Patrick Mahomes. You can't give him the football back up three. You're going to lose. And it happened. Their best linebacker and defensive play caller blew his knee out walking onto the field. Achilles, yeah. Whatever that was. Yeah. Horrible. Awful. They were right uh, but there. They, yeah, they were right there. I mean, Brock but, Purdy played his ass off. He did play well. He wanted to throw a pick, though, man. He got lucky on a couple different throws. Mahomes <laughs> threw a pick. He did. Yep. And they overcame it. They did nothing to it. They did nothing with that when they picked him off. That was like, I don't think it was, nobody coached anybody out, coached anybody. Oh, I like, think Reed I, destroyed Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, I think it wasn't even a, not even a state, not even a fair fight with Andy Reed and what speaks like Mullen did. That was a master class. an extra point. Yeah. Like, but the, I don't the, know. the Niners I, are the better team. I think team. Shanahan's a good coach. I do. The, I think he's, know, a, well, he's in the Super Bowl. The he's a very good choice. He's a very good coach. But can there's a legitimate question to be had about whether or not Kyle Shanahan is going to be the guy to win a championship for the first time in 30 years for the Niners. It's a legitimate question. I'm not saying fire the guy. He's going to two Super Bowls. I mean, but, you know, we talk about regular season Rick with Tennessee. <laughs> there is a thought about Kyle Shanahan in Super Bowls. Something happens. He he just, something goes wrong with the way he calls games. He does not run the football with leads. He does not know how to protect a lead. He either gets too aggressive or what. But look, the, the, there's numerous, I'm not making excuses for the Niners here, okay? But Debo Samuel, we heard all week, had a cracked uh, collarbone. George Kittle is nowhere near healthy. Like, that guy is absolutely shredded. I think the, I think the shoulder came out during the game. That's why he went into the locker room, because his shoulder was banged up. We know McCaffrey was, you know, gassed. He was, he was tired. Their skill players got nicked up, and that's a tribute also to the Chiefs just playing physical, hard football. But Chris Jones is a beast. I mean, he's an incredibly difficult guy they're a top five defense you know people need to give a lot of credit to that chief's defense for what happened and yes Mahomes is an all-time great but that's what started Brady Brady started with defense first and then morphed we're kind of seeing the opposite it was offense first and now it's defense this is a crazy stat that I did not even know about until Kay Adams went ahead and, and, and tweeted this out he became the first quarterback to win a title with the largest cap hit they did it while they paid Mahomes big money, which that is really interesting that they were able to do this and win a championship, even while paying Patrick Mahomes, not on a rookie contract. He's the best. And it's, I mean, it's, he is the best right now in the game. Yeah. He's not the ever. best. Not ever. Well, I mean, you can't say ever. He's still playing. Yeah, right. Nobody's ever until they're done playing. I mean, there's a lot of guys that, played that had more accomplishments because they played longer. What he's done in this short amount of time is phenomenal. We talked, I mean, 
you excuse me, you buried the Chiefs for weeks as far as being done because they look done. I mean, midseason, they didn't look like the team that was going to win a Super Bowl. They had young guys that couldn't catch. They really couldn't run the ball. The only stable part of the of the team was Mahomes and Reed and that mm. defense. The defense mm. carried them until these guys got better. Rice was excellent. Um, Not last Pacheco, night. Was- no, on the run up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The oh, they're up. huge. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The playoffs, yeah. Last yeah. night, Pacheco was fumbled, was non, was a, a big non-factor. Rice was a non-factor. Kelsey was a non-factor until the fourth quarter in overtime. I mean, Niners' defense was outstanding. I mean, if the Niners win the stand, if the Niners win the Super Bowl, we're talking about the Niners' defense as to what they did to the Chiefs because they completely had them befuddled in the first half. Three points, they couldn't do anything. Second half. They got a couple of breaks. Look, the punt was just a really bad, the muffed punt yeah. was a huge moment in that game to have that happen. And, and you can't, things happen in that Super Bowl that, you know, why do you lose? You lose because you muff a punt. You lose because you block, you have a blocked extra point. I mean, that's why you lose these games. I mean, you can't do these things and expect to win against all-time all time greats. Which had nothing to do with the coaching. That's my point. Like, I don't, none of that, none of that's out of the coach's control. I thought he called a pretty good game. For what it was, Chiefs defense was really good when they needed to be. Mm. They took advantage. If San Francisco scores any points, a field goal, let alone a touchdown, after they pick Mahomes off to start the third quarter, might have been a wrap. Maybe, yeah. Might have been a wrap. Very possible. Yeah, it's possible. But you didn't. And, And again, that was because they were throwing the football and not running the football. Yeah. Couldn't figure it out. Like, you have a lead, you pick them off, run the ball. Like you asked too much of Brock Purdy with the weapons he had because his weapons were banged up. And Brandon Ayuk had a couple of really big catches, but you can't ask him. He's not a number one receiver where you can throw the ball every down to him. He's not a guy like that. He's a good, he's a, he, a different plays that work and play with him. McCaffrey was used, but I think he was used enough. And then, I mean, give the ball to Elijah Mitchell. I mean, he had one run for a first down. Look, I mean, give the ball to that guy. If you need a backup running back, give it to somebody else. Just run the football. It's not like you only have one back on your entire roster. And yes, Debo's shoulders. He didn't want to run the football. I hit that under 16 and a half prop that came in. But I was very surprised at just the way that Kyle Shanahan dealt with the lead. He does not deal with, you know, and look, we talked about the fact going into the championship game, they were what, 0 and 30 going into the fourth quarter with a trailing <laughs> like he just, he plays well. He's a guy who generally is used to being in the lead and used to having a defense that can protect it, but he's playing Patrick Mahomes. And now two times in the biggest moment in the biggest games of his coaching career, he's had a 10 point lead on Mahomes and lost them both. Yeah. It's big. It's a, it's a narrative. It's going to be a, you know, I'm very curious to see what happens going in the future next year and beyond because the Niners and the Chiefs both like every year you have big cap questions. you got big salaries. You got, you know, trades they made to go get guys, you know, to, to bring in, to be a part of the team, to go make this run. And now who stays and who goes and they're still going to be the best team in the West. Both these teams will be back in the playoffs next year. Purdy's still on a rookie deal, right? Yep. Oh yeah. Purdy's huge but i mean other guys like chase young like what what do you do with chase young do you, you want to resign him do you have money to sign him you traded for him he's a free agent like how do you handle guys like that to see where they're gonna go so i bet he the, doesn't stay agreed i bet he doesn't stay either but yeah. th- you know they picked up multiple guys to help that defensive front and they made the super bowl again 
But now it's the question of what happens in the future. And really like the AFC has got to look itself in the mirror and go, okay, Mahomes is 28. How, how are you beating this guy? Like you have to start to build your team to beat Mahomes. NFC championship two years ago, or, you know, the year before losing the Super Bowl this year with Brock Purdy as the quarterback this year, and Jimmy G got hurt right the year before or, mm-hmm. or was Purdy. No, Purdy got hurt. And then it was Jimmy G. Yeah. I mean, but those were their quarterbacks. So all that, the narrative that, you know, you have to have a quarterback to win in the NFL. Do you? Yeah. They didn't win. Yeah. They didn't win. They're the fa- they were favored in every game. Right. But they didn't they the ultimately it's at the end. It's They're the, the win. favorite next year. They already. should be right. But it's, you got to win. Like that's the, the Kyle Shanahan's got to prove. This is a big narrative around him. Now he's got to prove he's the guy. He hasn't proven that to Niner fans that he can win a championship. This is what we judge people on getting there is great. I'm not saying fire him, but there's questions about whether or not he can win in the Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reed era. Andy's coming back. Mahomes is coming back. Kelsey's coming back. Right. Who else? We'll see. We'll see what the Chiefs look like in the future. You know, obviously, we're going to see what the Chargers look like under uh, under a new coaching staff that might very well have an answer. And I think it's a big deal having Harbaugh there. We'll see what the Chargers look like in year one. But the AFC needs Burrow to stay healthy, Josh Allen to figure it out, and you know, both Harbaugh's to figure out how to beat Mahomes because they haven't done it. Hmm. Burrow's the only one. Brady and Burrow. You want one of the guys that stopped I've, Mahomes? I've heard Brady this and Burrow. all the same stuff. Basically, this is like I'm listening to the Coward couldn't win. He couldn't beat. He couldn't beat Brady, and he couldn't beat Belichick mm-hmm. for the longest time. The Steeler fans were like, "Yeah, well, maybe we got to get rid of him." Oh, I can't win a big game. Lost AFC championships at home multiple times. Was brutal. Was tough. It was like we're sitting there going, and that's how everybody measured it. Was we got to beat them? We don't know how to beat everyone. We can beat anybody else. They're coming back. Wet Rock. It would be stunning if they walked. They both said it last night. They're both coming back. Definitely coming back. Yeah, it was stunning. That was one of the most might be the the cringiest moment on a podium I've ever seen last night with Kelsey. Right. What that Viva Las Vegas thing was. That was horrible. <laughs> that was just somebody get the mic. He was sober. Somebody get the mic from him. Like, yeah. I want to fight my right for party to party. The, the Beastie Boys line wasn't bad, but the Viva well, Las Vegas one was. Before. That's why. Yeah. He, he was trying Viva to Las do something Vegas different. Thing is, listen, he could do whatever he wants. I, I mean, I lost the, you know, Jess had the, the Chiefs. I got to listen to the pod. I got to listen to their podcast this week. <laughs> I got to. She told me I got to listen to it. That's part of the deal. Oh, I don't know. We'll yeah, see. yeah, I agree. There's no shot they walk. They, they, they get to no do something way. the Patriots didn't do. If they want to separate themselves from the Patriots, go win three. Patriots won three and four twice. They didn't They're win not three measuring more. themselves against the Patriots. Yeah, they are. They're measuring themselves they are. against themselves. Oh, that's not true. They're so myopic. That is not this. true. It's you just not everybody true. Everybody gives a shit about the Patriots. Yes, Nobody gives do. a shit about the Patriots. You're absolutely not wrong. That's 100% true. They, they are compared all the time. The dynasty talk is the Patriots. The dynasty talk is Brady versus Mahomes. It's This is not me talking. This is the world talking about this. The, this is the comparison. You're going to be compared to Tom Brady and the Patriots. That's what you're going to get compared to. All right. And the Patriots 
played in ten, played in nine Super Bowls, won six of them. Yes. Okay. And Brady played in ten and won seven of them, including beating Mahomes in the Super mm. Bowl in the AFC Championship game. Brady's two and zero against Mahomes. Everyone forgets about that. So, like, this is the conversation. Mahomes isn't even in the conversation yet to me against Brady. The Chiefs are a dynasty, absolutely. But Brady versus Mahomes, he's 28, everyone says, right? Yes. Brady went 10 years and two losses in the Super Bowl before he won three and four again, okay? So, like, this is why Brady's different. This is because of how long. Everyone says Gronk and what's Gronk and Brady compared to Kelsey and Mahomes? You're forgetting the decade before Gronk got drafted. The Patriots had a ten, nine years of football before they ever drafted Gronkowski. So it's just a different type of conversation. It's all people under the age of 40 who haven't watched that 2000 to 2005 Patriot run as to what was going on with that team. Because it was about the defense. It wasn't about Brady as much, even though he was a two-time MVP of the Super Bowl in, the, in two of those wins. It's still one thing to look at about Brady doing it after 07. That's when the Patriots became what the Patriots are. Andy Reid, you can make... I, I'll listen to Andy Reid being the greatest coach of all time, though. I'll listen to that. You, 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 you can have that conversation with me. I'll listen to it because Andy Reid is just, I mean, to do it with two teams, Bill did it with one. Andy's doing it with two. It's really and, impressive. And a reinvention. I mean, yeah. like this team that they won with yesterday is way different. Yep. I mean, there was a lot of pieces that just Tyreek Hill gone. Bye-bye. Okay. Um, a couple of the defensive players going up, but I mean, like they, they reinvented a lot of pieces and got it together. I, I don't know. It's Andy's incredible. I mean, I, what Andy Reid has done is there's, there's uh, a whole uh, argument to be had about what Andy Reid is as a head coach. And, and Mahomes said it last night, he's the greatest coach of all time to him. And obviously he's going to say that because it's his coach, but I, I don't think that that's wrong given the way the calls he has made the call he made last year, the corn dog play that they called last year, and then doing it again, how prepared his team was. You know, I I think there's going to be a lot of conversations in the future. Andy, again, that they could do something no one's ever done. The three in a row, no one's ever done that. And they're gonna go and try it. And 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 they're gonna be really difficult, you know, out there to see if if it happens. I'll be very curious to see who in the AFC wants that, you know the next team who wants right. to be the team to beat the chiefs. Cause right now everyone has fallen apart. JC from That's KC, you stay ready, sir. Um, you get us an email address, DM Matt or myself. We'll get it, but you can come on the show tomorrow. Sure. And we only need you for five minutes. So if you're at work, just tell them you got to go to the bathroom, get on your phone, come in. You from know, the bathroom? Stay. Well, no, I don't want you to do the hit from the bathroom. Okay. Tell whoever you're at, you got to go to the bathroom, sneak out, go outside. Do the hit and come back, because um, listen, they're they're hyped up. This is getting. Is there a more insufferable fan base than the than the Chiefs fans? I don't. I, I mean, look, I worked there. I I've never, I I dislike them before. They're the same. Chief fans are the same. They're like royal fans. They're the, they're the same. It's just, it's. I don't, I have don't a, mind them. I oh, mean, I do. People, I've, I've, I've always, I've always, town yeah. were telling me, oh, the Chiefs fans are annoying. They are. They're annoying as hell, but it's fine. I mean, are I, they? I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, but they, they've always been that way. That's just how it is. Ever been to Kansas City? You understand it when you go there. So it's, it, it, it makes been, it, but I would like to go. It's all sports and it's great. I mean, there's just not a lot going on in Kansas City. Okay. So it's, they are extremely into their, their college and pro sports for that reason, because the city is 
you know, there's fountains and then there's barbecue. That's kind of it <laughs> going on in Kansas City. So I I think there's an opportunity there for I don't know. I I I don't think that they are more annoying than like Eagle fans or more annoying than some of the other fan bases Eagle out fans there. Are pretty annoying. Cowboys yeah, fans at the top. Cowboy the fans are really annoying. So I I I don't Cowboy think they're worse. The list. Yeah. It's it's more we're going to be if we thought that Mahomes and Kelsey and Taylor were insufferable this year. Oh, my God. Next oh. year is going to be absolutely oh. most disgusting. Oh. Like it, we're, oh. we're not done. Oh. Like, we're not done with them. Mm. And it's, eh. go, it's going to be, hopefully Travis's people take what they said publicly and actually believe it, that he's, he was overexposed and they want to stop that from happening. Yeah, pull it back a little bit, pull it back. But remember what happens next November. Okay. <laughs> We're going to be in, <laughs> there's an election coming up next November. It's going to be Taylor's crazy. running for president. Taylor's going to be very political. She's running for president? No, but she's going to be political. She's oh, going to be no. more political this time around than she ever has been. And oh. Kelsey will may right there be with her to go. Oh. This is the narrative. This is why. If you want to know where the whole conspiracy theory came from, from the right, about what they thought that she, she's a psyop, she's a placement, she's a plant, all that stuff, right? Uh-huh. All those things that were happening. The uh-huh. reason why is because they were looking ahead going, this is bad. It's a tight election. It's going to be really tight and it could come down to one different group. And if Taylor tells her people go vote for one side, they may listen. So they tried to demonize her ahead of time because they're worried about her power. Yes. I mean, they call her mother. Like if she's up there saying vote this way, there's going to be people as sick and nasty as this ad is. There are people who are going to follow what she says based on her endorsement. So this time I thought it was a love story. It is. I, I, I look, I, Last night, I I thought it was. You can tell in the eyes. I always look in people's eyes. Like look look at her eyes. Look at Taylor's eyes. And mm-hmm. and that was someone who was deeply proud. She was right. deeply deeply proud of what of what her boyfriend did last night. And I'm so happy he didn't propose to her. Like so happy she didn't propose to her. It's like thank you very much. Yeah. yeah, don't tell me she's a lizard person. I, that's the thing, Mikey. Awesome that people we're just starting on the Taylor conspiracy. The chiefs winning was the worst thing that could ever happen for the tin hat conspiracy theorist people. Like that was How about the block the people, the fives and the twos one, the five and the two one that you get the five and the two. It's like you're, I'm a donation. So I wait, is, win. is, is just not turning her camera on? Is that what we're doing? I've been waiting for her to turn her camera on. She's just coming on audio only. I don't know. We got to ask her. Turn the camera on, Jessica. If you're going to be turn, in, she's in the waiting room. But she's but 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 put her cameras off. <laughs> so I don't know. That's why I didn't put her on. Turn the camera on. If she turns the camera on, we'll put her right on. But I think she she just wants to go audio only. Is she that what I'm seeing? Audio only. She did this last time. It was a big hit with she audio only. Audio only. All right. She can. She at work. Uh, if, if she if she's at work, we'll we'll see what's going on. Yep. Are we going audio only, work. Jess? Are you? Yes, I have to. I can't on. <laughs> I, oh my god! I can't do video too. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. What's? Why are you calling in? Why are you bothering me at work? I can't call you at work. You're calling me and me and Pete Rodgers doing a post game at a Super Bowl. This better be important. Uh-oh. We'll have to do with the Super Bowl, so it is. Okay. Okay, so. 
you know, block everything, right? We have Your this big con going on at work. Hold on. So hold of- on. Hold on. Hold on. Jessica. Are you on your headphone? I'm moving. Are you on your headphone? She Hello. muted herself. Let's see if she takes, she muted herself. She's on she that headphone. Her. Jessica. We can't. Oh, is that better? Yes. That's way better. That's your, <laughs> that's your phone voice. That's how we got them three kids right now. That voice right there. All right. Sit back. What oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. So here's, here's the dilemma. Yes. Okay. okay. My tech at work. She doesn't really care about the Super Bowl, didn't really care about anything, but her niece had a Super Bowl block part, block pole, and it was, um, you know, she paid $40 Ooh. for a block. Okay. Right? So it was for her volleyball fundraiser. So they did it, and first quarter came and went. She didn't win. Second quarter came and went. She didn't win. Halftime, third quarter. So we get to the fourth quarter, Right. And it's 1919, right. right? Okay. So then they go into overtime. Right. However, on the poll, it says fourth quarter score is what pays. End of fourth quarter. Oh. But they don't pay her because that wasn't the final score. So what? Uh-oh. What? what is the standings there? What, what's okay. the outcome of that? Okay. So this is... This is someone's well-meaning yeah. contest nightmare person. scenario. Yeah. When you do these things like the books here in town have done Circus Squares or Westgate put them out this year, fourth quarter and overtime is what the final pays. So there's no fourth quarter payout and an overtime payout. So unfortunately, the nine and the nine does not pay in most cases because you have to pay the first quarter, you have to pay the halftime, you have to pay the third quarter, and then you pay the final. The final and the fourth quarter are usually the same because there's no overtime in a Super Bowl. There's right. overtime. So, But it did uh-oh. not say uh, final and fourth quarter. Uh-oh. It said fourth hmm. quarter score. So that's yeah, the, the semantics of it on their Dave. part, right? Yeah, the semantics is the problem. I mean that 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 okay. is by so this was a a a private event or a a public event, meaning like anybody in the public could get into it, or just a group of people that she knew. Well, it's just like you do a fundraiser, you know, like we've done them in the past for softball, and I've ran them. But my wording, hold on, who ran them? Who ran them? Tell the me. truth. Me, not Ooh. you, me. <laughs> you organized them and you made those pretty boards. You did a good job. But if there was a ruling situation like this, I ran them. So can well, you that's say why I'm coming to you them? right now, David. I mean, I think she has a case if it's a public event, if it was open to the public and the and the wording is wrong. If it's a private event, I think she's kind of up a creek with it because it's just right. they didn't write overtime so be it but if it was like open to anyone and everyone who wanted to be involved there's a pretty big problem and you probably need to split the pot right okay and so like i was saying on the ones that i ran for softball back in the day i mean we did we did a couple different boards but my wording in the fourth quarter always never said fourth quarter it said final score, final score. so there was never an issue 
You know why it said that, right? Yeah, because of my wonderful husband that works. Now we're talking. <laughs> now we're talking. I am so excited. You just publicly recognized me in a very positive way. I wore the curved bill hat. I put it on for you because this that's is the hat that you wore. You like yeah, it? Yeah, that's, that's what good, did huh? it. You like that's it? what did it, right? So, anyways, is is she really upset about this? Like, how much money are we talking? Well, I have her right here. You want to ask her if she's upset about it, Cecilia? Sure. Are you upset about it? Hold on, here she is. Uh oh. Hi. Um, Hi. I'm more annoyed than anything because I did this just because it was her club's fundraiser, and I never understood the blocks until I grasped an understanding. Like not even within five minutes of quarter four ending. And I was like, Oh shit, it's going to end on nine and nine. Right. Right. On nine and nine. I think I'm going to win. And I have already pre-spent that money in my head. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. This is what you can't do. One, thank you for joining the show Two, tell Jessica to please be nice to me because you guys get her there at work for a long time every day. And she comes home and she's tired and she's mean. And sometimes she's a rattlesnake to me, but I love her dearly. It's not about you. (laughs) It's about my Cecilia right now. Okay. Okay, That's fine. Listen, I think a fair offer with keeping things as real as it gets, because they didn't know that this was going to be a scenario. They didn't think about it because they didn't have somebody like me to help them (laughs) foresee this happening. I think you could get your money back. Just say, listen, I had nine and nine. Would $40 back be okay? Or, or you know what? Don't even ask for that. Just say it's a donation, write it off. And, you, you know, it's a shame that it went to overtime because nine and nine is usually I a say we send loser. $100. What? Are you still there? You broke, you broke up. What'd you say? Sorry. We lost you. I said, I think that we should send her niece a bill for $200. Oh. <laughs> you don't want to be that aunt. You don't want to be that yeah. aunt. Like, come on. It's 40 bucks. Come on. Let it go. Okay. But in, okay. So that's in, that's in the, you know, not public world. That's in a fundraiser world. Right. But in your world that you yep. guys live in, yep. it should have stated Final score, correct? It it would have stated final score, or it would have said fourth quarter overtime. Mm, would okay, it, Je- Jess. You know the way you worded it the last time we did it: first quarter, halftime, third quarter, final. There's no other way. Yeah, that's the only. That's the only way it ha- it has to read that. And if there's a question, it has to say fourth quarter plus overtime. So it can be misconstrued that it's the fourth quarter and nine and nine would win. But yeah. I don't I don't think there's a case. So what's for lunch over at the office? What's for lunch? <laughs> Nothing. We're getting Nothing. we're gonna go back in and work actually right now. Okay. All right. Goodbye. We just right. need to get this settled because we think we're right. Why you do you always you call me right, David? But, the chat but, wants to know why you always call me David. Because that separates her from everybody else in the world. That's why, Dave. <laughs> no, it's because that's whenever you piss me off. Yes, uh, that too. <laughs> it's like your mom. That's, that's all. When I, I'm calling Matthew when I'm in trouble. That's you know. So yeah, I'm, I call Matthew when I'm drive me crazy, like <laughs> ridiculous. Oh my gosh! I just got a I just got a what? text message that if right. the game would have stayed on the two and the nine, if yeah. the Chiefs don't score, uh-huh. PSU Sheppy would have won like twenty dimes. Dang! 
Two's in the nine. See, Jess, there's people that lost real money on this. Tell Cecilia <laughs> that it's 40 bucks and it's a donation. Please. <laughs> Man. Bye, guys. All right, fair. Bye. We just needed your opinion. All Thanks. right, we're going Have back to Have a good day. Work. I can't wait to Enjoy. see you later. Bye, guys. We'll talk, to, we'll talk soon on that. <laughs> it kind of stinks, though. That's that's a bummer. But it is. But, but like. It's right, though. A hundred percent, but the players in the game didn't know the overtime rules. The girl that's a niece yep, doing a volleyball correct. organizer. Correct. What the hell? Correct. They're not gonna know that right. they're not gonna know either either. Um, back to the game here for, for a little bit and, and we'll talk about this. Did you have any issues with Romo? Did you well first, did you listen with the sound on or sound off? I gotta tell you, it's gonna be my favorite thing about today coming up, but watching a game with the girls in the house. Yep. In a house divided, oh Jessica Mine and too. Kelsey, yep. the two loudest um, rooting for the Chiefs. And me and Little can say, Kendall, just sit there quietly watching the Chiefs. We couldn't hear a lot of what was being said. And then Grandma, who I had no idea, I believe Grandma has a crush on Patrick Mahomes. Oh, okay. Running into our side, then running back, then running into our side and running back, screaming. I didn't get to hear much of Romo. Was it bad? I don't think I didn't come away with it thinking it was bad. The athletic really torched the end call, saying he stepped all over Jim Nance, that they were unprepared, that there wasn't a lot of chemistry. P roll. If they say that, you're you, you've been doing this for a long, long time. Yeah. If they say that. Is it because, like, it is hard to create chemistry. If there's tumult within the two, if you can't really stand the person you're working with, and this is called work, broadcasting, right? right. that's the reflection of it, is it not? I don't know. I, I don't want to say that him and that Nance and Romo don't get along, but there's not a relationship there. And it's clear that there's not a relationship there. And Jim Nance, I don't know what it's like to work with Jim Nance. I've worked with some guys who are completely anal assholes that like just want to do everything so like down to their way and they won't change anything that like I, I get the idea that maybe Nance is a pain in the ass. And maybe Romo's like, I'm an ex-player, make $15 million a year. I don't prepare. I don't care. And maybe that pisses off Nance because Nance is mm. always prepared. And it doesn't feel like Romo is. Feels like Romo liked to do it in the beginning, and now it's a pain in the ass. He signed a contract, and now he's kind of annoyed. And like, I got to do all this stuff. And like, I, I don't know. It feels very forced. And and that's what the athletic article kind of came through and kind of said like it feels very contrived when they're calling it. And then Romo just completely butchered what could have been. You know, that's a moment for a broadcaster, right? That lives in infamy and in history. That lives forever. You know, every time a Niner fan sees that last play, it's. It's a knife to the heart. Every time a Chief fan sees it, it's going to be this moment. I, I, I mean, I felt the same way. Like when the Red Sox won the World Series in 04, I hated the call. It was like, it was really boring. Do you believe in miracles? Yes. Like it was dumb. Like it just didn't, it didn't move me the way I wanted to, to, to move me for the first championship in 86 years for the Red Sox. But that moment is important to a broadcaster. And Romo stepped all over it for Jim Nance. Hmm. That's what the problem with it. That's been the bigger issue. And I think fans are, have really worn thin with, with Romo. There's a lot of people that really don't like Romo anymore. A lot of people don't. It, they feel like he talks too much. Like, you know, I, I mean, my gauge is a lot of times my house where they're neutral and they don't know. 
So mm. put that in the poll for our second poll uh, of the day. Is Do you like Tony Romo, yes or no? I I mean, I think we'll get overwhelmingly no's, just like we did you like the game? Yes, 87%. No, 12%. Um, hard to not like that game. I mean, I don't know how you – it's hard not to like that game. Yeah. I mean, it was an overtime. It was an overtime game. I mean, it was. There were so many twists and turns. Wow, ten three in the first half, and she fell asleep. She watched the halftime show, and shut it down. And we had to wake her up in the fourth. Well, we woke her up in the fourth quarter as we were yelling, watching the game. I'm guilty of this. When you watch the game now, on the app, right? You're ahead. You get the broadcast on the app. Oh. On the Caesars app and the William okay. Hill app. Okay. You're two plays ahead. Two plays. So I was sitting behind at the kitchen table. You've been to the house and everybody was on the couch in front of me. Yeah. And I'm watching the game because I was betting the Chiefs. I was betting the Chiefs in game. I was like, they are coming back. He's going to do it again. I'm, I'm, tr- but I can't say it out loud, but I'm not listening. So I'm not the customer. I'm not, I, I don't. I watched games in risk rooms where we had 12 TVs and no sound on any of them. So I don't know if um, if that's really, like, for me. I But, I mean, look at these votes. I mean, it's... it's. I mean, and, and this is ATL Kusevich's point. Greg Olson, people really like Greg Olson. I'm not the biggest Greg Olson fan, but they think Greg Olson is he makes Romo look really bad because of how, how well he calls games. And then everyone's saying, wait till Brady comes in next year. And they, I don't know. I, again, I have no idea if Brady's going to be good or not, but all the people in the network world believe that Brady's going to kill it as a broadcaster next year. Well, they wanted to, I mean, they needed to, right. You know, Just about the contract, right? Yeah. They, they need more eyeballs on it. They need, they need all of it. So again, you have to watch, and you said it, it is 2024 and it is an election year, but you have to watch who's saying the message and what they're saying as much as the message itself. It's a lot of slanted messages in all of this. So going through all the hats that we got for the Super Bowl, yeah, they're well, all curved bills because the girls wore them. Uh, there we so. go. Uh, before we let go of sports good and serious XM, I just have to ask you this question. Did, did you, did you see this, this ridiculous list? This is, this list is crazy. Did you see this? Why would you? Yeah. Why would you put this out? Because I think, because this needs to be seen. This is crazy. Now it's, I know Jessica, this is the list that I told you about. If you're still watching the show, I told her, I said, P-Roll put this list out of 2020 stuff that happened. That's all happening again. And these are all the same thing, including the chiefs winning the Super Bowl, Dave. I know they played in the Super Bowl, but the chiefs winning the Super Bowl Ah. happened. MVP for Lamar. Ravens win the AFC North. Texans win the South with 10 wins. Happened. Chiefs win the AFC West. Chargers were last in the AFC West. Washington last the NFC East with 13 losses. Panthers last in the NFC South. I mean, on and on and on and on and on. March, COVID hit America of 2020. (laughs) How can that be like the winner of the Citrus Bowl scores 35 points? The winner of the Citrus Bowl scores 35 points. Nuggets finished third in the West. Nuggets currently third in the West. What? Panthers, Panthers fire Ron Rivera after a loss. Commanders fire Ron Rivera after a loss. What is going on? <laughs> it's all scripted. 
the loser of the college football playoff by three scores. Loser of the college football playoff by three scores. Right. I mean, what the hell? Number one seed wins the CFP. Joel, the only difference is Joel Embiid had surgery on his left hand. Joel Embiid had surgery on his left knee. It's a little bit of a difference there between okay. the two, but it's very, very similar. Washington last in NFC East with 13 losses. Yeah. Washington last in NFC East with 13 <laughs> losses. Like, it's not, it's freaky. It jarred me for a second. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I don't get jarred by too much, but I was like, yep. what? Uh, what? I wait, what is going on? I can't do that 100%. again. 100%. I can't do that again. No. Please. No, thank you. Please, no, thank I you. can't do that again. Somebody DM me and said, just so you know, the first case was happening in January because they were tracking it for their job and said he was tracking it in January. So don't worry about it. Even though the U.S. saw the first real pop in it in March, it was still happening around the country in January. So that's why that's wrong. But I don't care. It just feels like we're in a simulation. That's all I'm going to say. ravaged our risk room oh. in December. Uh, every every guy in the risk room got sick before it was a, a thing. Really? Every, oh God, it was a disaster. We, every nobody knew what it was. It was the flu? TK, who was on our live show, yeah. he was out a week. They were like, "You have pneumonia. You have this. You have that." Everybody, I swear, they they, they all had wow. something. It was bad. So hopefully, everybody that was just here in Vegas <laughs> goes home and feels okay. Get us out of here for the live show, and then nice. we'll come back for bonus time. Bonus time coming up on the other side. Thank you to SiriusXM, Channel 159, and for Sports Grid. You guys are awesome. We're back tomorrow, same place, same time. You're going to get a lot of us tomorrow, by the way, if you're going to get us for five hours tomorrow on Tuesday. So just FYI, in case you don't like us, you're going to get a lot of us on Sports Grid and SiriusXM coming up tomorrow for you with us. Those who are with us live on YouTube and Twitter, don't move. You're getting bonus time. Uh, okay. Let's roll through a couple things quickly. Just one quick NBA thing. Nick's odds moved. We were so busy with everything happening. I didn't even know this till you put this on a rundown. The trade deadline happened. Nick's pick up a couple good players at the trade deadline. They're the only ones post deadline to have their odds moved to 16 and one at certain books. You buying in on the New York Knickerbockers? Uh, well, listen. Yeah, I, I agree. Lakers won a Mickey Mouse championship both years too. Amen to that. Yes. <laughs> yes, he's right. That's true. In-season tournament, Mickey Mouse. Championship in the bubble, Mickey Mouse. 100% right. A-O-W-N. Yes. It's a fair Absolutely right. It's a fair Mickey Mouse. Both Mickey Mouse titles. Absolutely. One actually with Mickey Mouse there. (laughs) Yes, he's right. One was in Mickey Mouse. (laughs) was in Disney. Yes. 100%. Yeah. Um, Am I buying this yet? No. But, I mean, seriously, they're getting better. They are. They have a team that can win a playoff series, maybe Agreed. two, depending on hedge. the matchup. You could hedge and, twenty to and, one. You you can find twenty to one out there, right? Take and, it. And, um, I haven't done anything in the NBA for futures yet, but I I'm interested. Yeah, that's. Uh, I'm not ready to say that they're the second best team in the East yet. They're not. But who is? That's a problem, right? I who is. The, the longer they can get by without having to play the Celtics in the playoffs, the better. Fair. I think I think they're going to be a problem right now. We'll see. We'll, we'll we'll talk about it more. This is our transition day from like Super Bowl immersiveness shows nonstop. I can't wait to go back and count the guests we had because I think 
we had everyone from like celebrity chefs, David Chang to, you know, I don't know, sports gambling icon, Annie Agar sat with us for 20 minutes. Like we had so many people on. Is that, is that her title now? Sports gambling icon? <laughs> she didn't do sports gambling anymore. She does Zoom, she does Zoom videos. Zoom videos and she's on red carpets for the <laughs> sports personality. No, she's incredible. Annie's amazing. She's yeah. phenomenal. I mean, she Taylor is the was involved with us. We had a lot of people. She's the definition. Remember. Both of them, I mean, but but both of them are definition of per, personalities. But yeah. Annie, Annie is tremendous, and she was. Yeah. It's always fun to catch up with her. It's it's, it's fun because now that we've done three of those, we have sort of like a rotation of people who know to stop by to be on with us. Dubsy came on, took Dubsy. his shoe off. Was I think he had been partaking in libations and other things all night. He long. put up a video of himself or a picture of himself on Sunday morning that was hysterical. All it was was his, his eyes as slits and the underneath said cooked. <laughs> it was, yeah, he was cooked. I was he like, was yep. worried about that boy. You are absolutely cooked, Dubsy. Yeah. Yep. That's yeah, absolutely. So on that. Yeah. But I mean, you know, I Annie was the best. I agree. Annie was the best. She was tremendous. She was, was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was it, it was fun to have her on. I feel like we have because we've done it now a couple of years, like you said. And I mean, I'm a nit. I just I'll, I'll text people a month before. Hey, you coming to the Super Bowl? We'd love to have you yeah. on. How are yeah. things? How's your kids? How's your brother? Your sister? Your parents? Like whatever. Right. So they're comfortable with us. I mean, we had people tell us a couple stories that I'm sure. They're not telling other people. I and mean, we, we have a guy, Adam, uh, who does, you know, stuff with the NFL Network. I mean, he pulled me aside and told me that was the most fun I've had on an interview in years on radio. Mm. He's been coming for 12 years. So. Uh, by the way, big shout out to Alan Bell for retweeting the show and saying, telling all his followers to come watch BVB. That was, really nice. that was really nice of him to do that today. Thank um, you, Alan. I've been a big I've been a big fan of his. I know there's a bunch of people in the chat right now who are new and watching on you on Twitter who maybe have never watched the show before. Hell yeah! So appreciate you guys coming in. Thank you for that. We're we're, we're trying to do some stuff with Alan. We're both kind of fighting the same fight right now. So good. I'd love a collab with Alan. Yeah. So he's he's going to figure out how to grow this thing because we're talking about different things through sports. Yeah. It's really, I so, think, you know, him and coach are doing a lot of the same stuff. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree. Alan Bell is great. Yeah. He's, he's tremendous. He's a Tennessee guy. So we've talked bourbon, we've talked whiskey, we've talked barbecue. He's a, he's a, he's a really good dude. Yeah. AB three. Yep. Yeah. Yes. AB from sports line, Ryan. Yes. That's what we're talking about. Um, so good stuff with that. I appreciate that for that, for sure. For people who are here for the first time because of that, thank you and welcome. Hopefully you guys will stick around, hit the like button, subscribe button while you're here on Please. the YouTube channel. Let's go. Yes. Time for better to book it. All right, let's get to a full college basketball slate here going on for bet it or book it. Uh, I am going to jump in here with Duke minus seven up against Wake Forest tonight. Wake went to North Carolina and got housed by 21 points. Wake has not been good on the road. Kempom has this as a six-point win for Duke. It's a little on the heavier side. Number hasn't moved, at least it hadn't moved in the morning. And so I think there might be two-way action on this, but I think Duke goes since they lost to Carolina, they've won both games by double digits at home since losing mm. to the to, to the heels. Duke minus seven. Better to book it. You've been hot in the college hoops, haven't you? <laughs> nine of my last eleven. Nine and two. 
Yeah. So as the book guy, this would be one of those runs that I'd be like, you know, this guy, it nonstop talks about the Patriots and, you know, <laughs> goes around and everybody gets pissed off sometimes when they're like, yeah, that P wrote. Sometimes he's an asshole. Yep. That, yep. Matt, your picks suck. Oh, I love As that. the book right now, I got to, I got to get on your side. <laughs> I got to, I, you know, I don't listen to the juice a lot, but when right. I can, and, and so I, I try to keep it. So I don't, so you, yeah, I, I don't want you to hear it. Right. First time you hear it is now is right now. I think we got to bet this. Okay. I think we're going to bet this. It's seven I, everywhere right now. So. Yeah, it has moved. It's still seven. It just it opened seven. I think it opened six and a half. It went to seven and it hasn't, hasn't moved. Uh, uh, this number ticked up. It should be 13, right? TCU is laying 13 now? Uh, let me clear or, is it, or is it back no, down? 12 and a half painted. Back down. Okay. Yeah, West no. Virginia is horrendous on the road. And no. I mean horrendous. Yeah, TCU no. needs a win. Things have not been going so great for TCU here. But yeah. at home... They're twelve and one straight up. They don't. They don't lose at home. Fish killer seventy three said, "Take wake in the points. It's a twenty minute drive. But the distance, how they get there, doesn't mean anything. It's what a hard matter. Hey, it's, it's, fish, it's, come on, fish killer. Was it better how close they are? Yeah, I mean, it's a twenty minute drive. It was a twenty minute drive to the strip, and I feel like I got housed, you know, a little bit this week. It was nuts. Um." You know how many people ask me this week where you live? They think you live in Boston. Really? Yeah. I, yeah, because they don't. They're like, why is the show called Bostonian versus the book then? <laughs> Again, you should listen to the show. I appreciate <laughs> you coming up and telling me what a great job we're doing. But you don't even fucking know where he lives. <laughs> we live 10 minutes apart. Like, what the fuck uh, are you talking about? I love that. That's great. You don't um, know where we live. That's great. I think I got to take the dog here. Two and seven, West Virginia, two and seven ATS on the road this year. Yeah. One and four in their last five. They lost on the road to Texas by 36 in their last game. Oh, God. And I'm said, you you can have West Virginia. (laughs) I'll take the points. That sounds like a loser. You can have that. And then finally, I got a better number. I'm taking tech minus two tonight against Kansas. McCullers is out. McCullers is out again for KU, and KU on the road is a different animal than they are at home. They are a yeah. tough team at Fog Allen, but on the road, they have been, I don't want to say patsies, but they're four and seven ATS. They've lost on the road at Iowa State. They've lost on the road at West Virginia. They lost on the road at UCF. Mm-hmm. Kansas State in the last road game lost by five. Bet it. Is three and a half now, though. The, the, the McCullers move has jacked it up. Yeah, get it now while you can, because I'm, I'm seeing a couple threes left, but it's going okay. up. Yeah, I got two yeah, last night. Texas side. Texas like, side. And I watched a college basketball game in full disclosure, other okay. than a little bit on Saturday. Lubbock is a shit place to play. It sucks to go there. It's nothing there. It's not fun. It's a rowdy bunch of people. Loud environment. Oh, it's not. It's not fun playing college basketball in Lubbock. Okay. Tough, tough, tough. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Super good. chat questions. I think we only have one. Uh, got super chats today, boys from, and from girls. Chef, Thank you for the super chats. Yeah, sure. Chef Benny comes in, likes the Boston Cannons over the Cali Redwoods. He's 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 riding with newbies play. Okay. On on that. Uh, very cool. Uh, favorite thing about today is what? So two things. One, thanks everybody for coming to Vegas and having a Super Bowl here and doing Media Week here. 
and thank you for leaving because it was crowded. <laughs> it was busy. People said they were coming on the show. They fucking lied and didn't come on the show. It's fine. We're used to it. That's fine. But when it's time, when you want to come on the show, we might be fucking busy. Amen. Purdom, I'm going to find you. Ooh. One week, Purdom was here. Avoided me. Ducked me. I went on purpose? Him in two places where he posted a picture from. By the yeah. time I got there, he was already gone. He wears hats, and I really, really like David Purdom. Yes. I'm going to find you, DP. <laughs> I'm coming to Atlanta. I got people in Atlanta like ATL Coos and other people that will pick me up, take me to places <laughs> to find you, coming to that pickleball, pickleball court, and I'm going to kick your ass at that Whoa. pickleball. I'm telling them. Wow. Listen, I'm going to say it because I'm going to – I mean it. When I say it, I mean it. All right? Okay. So that's number two. Yep. And other people putting out cryptic tweets about who your friends are and who they aren't and all this other stuff and people that were here that, listen, I don't know. I think a lot of people know how I feel about them. Like, when you're my friend, you're my friend. But if you're not and you want to make moves or do things and, like, pretend, and then I find out, that's easy. That's like the kid in a Bronx Tale. For $20, you're out of my life. Right. That's fine. And by but the way, Jason, McKay, she didn't, she didn't do, I, I don't think Stephanie, Stephanie had a lot going Stephanie on. Stephanie was busy and listen, yeah. Stephanie lived a hard, like she lived a hard week. Like yeah. she, she came here to have a good time. Right. And not work. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like there was people here that were working and there were people here that were having a good time. When you combine the two, it's very hard. Yep. So that's number two. And number three, all those years working in a book and watching the games in the book and doing an in-game in the book, writing the tickets. You saw the picture that Benson put up about the ambush of people after cashing the tickets for hours after the game. People don't hand you a stack of tickets or props and say, I don't know about any of these kids. Did they win? <laughs> and they throw like 38 tickets at you. You got to sit there, eh, eh, loser, eh, eh, loser. Eh, eh. Oh, this one won. Here's nine dollars and fifty-five cents because he bet five bucks to win four forty-five. Nine forty-five was the number. Yeah. Anyhow, I got to watch. I went down to the Westgate yesterday and saw some people about some things, which was nice. I saw Jay and I saw Art, and hopefully we'll have Art on tomorrow to talk about that. But I got to watch this one at home. I came back home, and in the morning, I got told by Little Could Say Kendall, "I need you to help me empty the garbage." And I need you to help me put all this stuff away over here. And I was like, why? She goes, I can't tell you. It's a surprise. She made her own little Super Bowl merch. Okay, stand. She took all of the hats that I had, put a cover on a table. That's her holding up my jacket because she wouldn't be in the picture because she had Niner stuff on from top to bottom. <laughs> Jessica went out and got we had our own little Super Bowl party, and um, she made those signs that said, adjust, fitted, come get some swag. <laughs> like, I don't know. We always say to kids, no. Yeah. But, like, she knew. It was fun. I had a blast, and I sat with her. And like I said, she, she bet her sister $5. She bet her mother $5, and she bet grandma $5. And I told her. You can bet them whatever you want. 
I'll back you all the way. <laughs> so she's like the book. And she and I were sitting there. She was crowing a little bit in the first half. I'm not yep. going to lie. I said, Kendall, it's only 10 to 3. It's my homes. Relax. She uh, she knows Usher words and, and, and stuff. So, like, she enjoyed it. Um, and then she passed out, went to sleep. When she woke up, <laughs> she watched the end of the fourth quarter in the overtime. She was so mad. She was so mad. And it was a great lesson in life that sometimes – when you all think you win it and you're on the right side, you get a, you know, and you got to pay. She offered to pay me the money. She oh. offered to pay. She said, Daddy, I'll give you the $10. I, 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 I'll pay the bets. And I'm like, okay, don't worry about it right now. Yeah, Clean this mess good. up. I said, Can <laughs> I get a friends and family discount on the, one of these hats? She goes, no. What? So I took all her hats. That's what I got here. I posted in a picture, but all they're all curved bill. Nice. You know, uh, had a guy, you know, hook me up with those for the girls. Super Bowl's fun, man. It had nothing to do with the betting either. Like, right? Oh, like, no. I mean, that's my favorite. I mean, my favorite thing about today is kind of concurrent because my daughter went to the, 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 in, the inverse of that because she on Friday night or yeah, Friday night, she said to me, um, I, I made mention, I said, Hey, do you want to go to the NFL fan experience? The Super Bowl fan experience. She was like, yes. She's like, okay. Do. So, so, so I, I, we, we, we took her down. So when I, when we went to LA in Phoenix, I brought her a Build-A-Bear and a sweatshirt. Yeah. Yes. And she was like, well, we have to go get that Build-A-Bear and a sweatshirt again. I, I need, I need that. And I, I, she like, I want to pick it out this time. <laughs> okay. So we go to the fan experience, but it's the first time she understood football enough to wanted to do all of the things yeah. she wanted to race me in the 40. Yeah. She wanted to race me in the obstacle course. Yeah. She wanted to kick the football. She wanted to throw the, like she wanted to do all of the things. And I was like, Holy shit. Like where did this like flip happen? Because this was not what you were like literally six months ago, you would have gone, eh, I don't want any part of this. This is Taylor. This is Taylor Swift. And what the NFL is going to capitalize on is a lot of young girls seeing football and going, and she said that verbatim, she said, daddy, I'd watch football if I understood it more. And I said, okay, let's go. Working with everything, talking about different things. She said, why do they yeah. run the 40? Why is the 40 important? Why is that? Why is that important? Why is a vertical leap important? Why are they doing all these different things? She took a picture with the, the, the cheerleaders, walked over the chief cheerleaders, got a picture of it. She first thing she goes, who knows Taylor? <laughs> <laughs> to all the cheerleaders, swear to God, she goes. Which one of you have met Taylor? And and, she, and like they told the story, like we see her all the time. She's always walking around, and she's really you know we never actually like, talk to her, but like we always see her at the games. Yeah. The woman, the head cheerleader, came over to me and goes, "That's really funny that she asked that." She goes, "We're all kind of trying to find Taylor," and and, and Madeline was like, "You know Taylor?" And she's like, "No," but like that's all because of Taylor Swift. We go and get you know everything set up, so we're watching the game. She's pissed off the whole first half. <laughs> she's like, this sucks. Yeah. She's like, they're going to lose. This, I'm like, Madeline, hold on a second. I was like, it's a long game. It's the only, it's, it's like, you, you're not going to lose. She's like, yeah, but you know what? So then she got bored. Like Kendall got bored. Third quarter, Madeline was out. She watched right. the halftime show. She thought it was right. boring. Yep. She watched it. She's like, this is not that fun. I was like, okay. Yep. Then she goes and she was painting the whole third quarter. Fourth quarter, she comes back in. She's like, what's the score? And I was like, it's 16. It was 1916. The Chiefs are going to go score. Then she was locked in. It's the first time she got in my face and she saw me when I don't, when I lose a bet. 
and how I'm not happy. Right. And she was like, it like literally took her aback. I was like, Madeline, I was like, get out of my face. And she was like, <laughs> and I was like, don't do this. This is, you're getting the wrong side of me right now. She had never been on that side because she's always been a Patriot fan. So we were always equal. Right. She had never been on the opposite side of an outcome that I wasn't happy about. It was, <laughs> it was like watching the wheels go in her head was awesome. <laughs> I was like, this is a great life lesson. It was like, when dad's pissed off, leave dad alone for a little bit. <laughs> it was really fun. I had a ball. The whole Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I had an absolute ball. We took the Z that I've got outside for the week. We went driving for two and a half hours last night, yeah. went up and over the mountain and went up into the snow-capped mountains in Vegas, my favorite <laughs> drive here in town. So it was it was awesome. So Jess, I, this is unbeknownst to me that she set up this little, like, you know, she got chips and all this other stuff. Right. And she texts me while I'm down you know, shaking hands and BSing with people. I had three people come up to me and literally go, I love BVB. I watch it <laughs> nice. every day. You're great. I want to be a part of the brigade. I want a hat. I want this. I want that. I'm like, okay, nice to meet you. Um, I forget the one guy from Kansas City, the guy who met us last time he was here uh, in the summer from St. Louis. Um, I can't remember his name, unfortunately. I, it was it was nuts. But she texts me and says, I'm asking P. Rolt and Maddie to come over. And I said, he's not going to come over. <laughs> She's like, what do you mean? I said, he's not going to come over. He wants to be by himself, watch a game by himself. I think they went driving. She's like, what are you talking about? I said, just ask. <laughs> and you put it in the thing. Yeah. And she texts me. And she's like, what is he doing? I said, I'll explain it when I get home. <laughs> so I get home and she's like, they're doing what? And I said, Relax. It's not personal. He wants to watch a game by himself. It's fine. Kids will be sitting I, I, I can ask two, two other people. It's, I always just, I just read about it. I just, I just always politely say no. Like I, I appreciate right. it, but like yeah. I like yeah. to be in my house for the game, my food, my bathroom, my couch. And then I don't have to worry about insulting anybody. I don't have to worry yeah. about being rude. Like, I, I can, I can motherfuck the TV. I need to motherfuck the, and I have to worry about somebody being offended. Like it's just, I'm not a fun person to be around. <laughs> I just right. like my house. Everything and, and like I appreciated Jess offering and Madeline was like, wait. I was like, I'm not going. She's like, why not? And I was like, because we're not going, Maddie. She's like, was well, Kendall going to be there? I'm like, Kendall's going to be there. Yeah, but she wants she wants the Niners to win. She's like, good. I want to go. And I was like, uh, no, this is not a good idea. Yeah, they, they <laughs> might have fought. Yeah, the end of the game. It's not a good idea. Walk outside and fight would have been bad. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah, so I, I tend to watch every year. I tend to watch it alone. It's just it's just kind of my how I prefer to do it. I know people like big Super Bowl parties, but like, I feel like those are people who just want to watch the game casually. Like I want to watch the entire game and I can't I was get locked up. Every like big player prop result. Right. Because I was, I was doing it. It came to me after the first one I did it. And I'm like, you know what? Every play really does mean something on Super Bowl Sunday. hundred percent. And I was only because we had TK on, on Thursday. And when something would happen that we could grade right. during the game, we would just grade it to prevent the end of the, you know, as soon as somebody scored a touchdown, Jennings scored a touchdown, grade him. Yes. Right now, get that out of the way. And there were so many things as I was watching it. And plus, like I said, I was sitting behind them and I was watching the game on the app. So you knew I had to sit there. And at one point, Jessica goes, she looks over and she goes, you're watching a fucking you're you're watching a faster feed, aren't you? And I'm like, yeah, um, maybe. maybe she goes, 
don't say anything. I'm right. like, I'm not. You know, but she could see my face as Mahomes was going down. Yeah, I, I mean, I have like one of those, like I, I had like a CVS type of receipt type of, you know, bets. Like I, I want to go through them all. And like I was hitting the kicking props and like, this is great. Got longest field goal. Got it down inside the five yard line. I, you know, you start watching all these different plays and you're like, my goodness. As you're watching and going like, are we going to go to overtime? I was like, what's the overtime prop going to be? And then that came through and I was like, wow, the books are going to get destroyed. So March is going to be our watch along. We're going to hang out and watch the games together. But that's multiple games going on at once. That's Correct. a little bit different than like one game. You can't watch them all at the same time. Correct. Watch one. So yes. I'm, I'm thinking though, at some point, if we really make it or one of these sponsors really comes through or whatever, yeah. we do a, a watch along with people in person. What game? One game, like a tele game. Yeah, like a mm. like a college football national mm-hmm. championship or oh yeah, um, the Super but in Bowl person though. I got I don't want to do it. Everyone no, does it on it has to on, be online. Yeah, everyone does no. it online. I really want to do it in person. Yeah, together on right. the screen with you guys all over the place wherever you're at in the chat. It's awesome. Don't get me wrong, but if we could get a conference room or a pocket somewhere in a book here in Las Vegas and organize you guys coming here and all watching the game together. Yeah. I think that would be an absolute blast. I'd love to be the host of that. That's my mm-hmm. next gig anyway. VIP so, casino host. So oh God. working on it. Guys, thank you for being here. We appreciate it. We got a lot to get to tomorrow. We'll kind of reset the whole world. We've got baseball futures coming out soon, which is crazy. Pitchers and catchers getting ready to report. Put them out over the weekend. They're all Did they? Out. Okay. Yeah. Baseball is on its way. College basketball, NBA, and hockey. We'll get all into it coming up tomorrow and anything left over. By the way, CBS is about to announce that last night wasn't the most watched Super Bowl of all time. Surprise, surprise, surprise. No shock. No shock. Dave and Matt, we're back tomorrow for another episode. Tonight on Sports Grid. Yeah, you want to watch us tonight, 5 to 7, tonight Pacific time, 8 to 10 Eastern, and then tomorrow we'll be on late 10 to 1 Eastern, 7 to 10 Pacific, back-to-back nights on Sports Grid, plus Friday. So, busy week for us. We'll talk to you tomorrow for BVB. Out. <laughs>